I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Thank you. 
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Hey, Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Uh, I thought that was appropriate for tonight as uh, we had a little Aaron Lewis there. Um, if I was a liberal? If I was a liberal. Yeah, yeah. I would completely agree. Uh, they should be scared to death. They should if be. If I was a liberal, I'd be scared to death right now. Yes, uh, Jack. No, I cannot find that. I cannot find that that version at all. I have. Uh, that's why we ended up having to go with like a live copy of it. I've looked everywhere for it. Um, <clears throat> I freaking looked. I was scouring the internet for like a recorded version on the freaking on the internet somewhere hoping to God, I just catch a glimpse of nothing. Nope. Live only. He's only, he only does that live. Apparently he does not do that in the, well, cause he might offend someone. Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, that's I mean, what happened. He even says it, he gives you a precursor for what he's going to do. He's like, look, yeah, I might okay. offend you. So yeah. Hey, trig if you get offended, trigger alert. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, maybe we should start out the podcast with a trigger alert. Trigger alert. I, I don't have one of those. We might offend you and we don't care. Yeah, well, I mean, so, everybody, I'm fairly certain everybody is fully aware of that one. So, um, <clears throat> so speaking of being panicked, scared, okay. Which is every liberal right now, Democrat. Yes, Pisaki. So, you know, what happens when you, when you back a animal into a corner? Oh, shit. The claws come out, the teeth come out. Oh, and they start blood flashing starts. out oh, yeah. at oh, you. Yeah. 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 So, um, so that happened. Gnashing all, away. That happened all week, right? Oh, yeah. So they, they tried to play their games. Um, and actually, I, I was hoping, and I didn't ask you this before the show, I was hoping maybe you talked to some of your guys overseas to find out what the hell really happened with this bombing going on and i've heard a couple different things okay. <clears throat> i actually have heard two or three different things um <clears throat> i've heard uh, one story is that he the guy blew himself up yeah i heard that too <clears throat> the second story is um that we went after him and we got him i uh, heard that first somehow with russian help hmm. which is really odd to me because the russians aren't really down there and right. nor do they give a shit. Russian help. Yes. Okay. So well, whether or not so any of that. Well, hold on. So that's really interesting because that goes into into this because um, Pisaki is is actually asked about uh, some stuff going on because the 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 current administration is claiming that Russia is setting up a false flag video um, in order to justify them invading Ukraine, right? But that has absolutely nothing 
absolutely nothing to fucking do with what's going on in Ukraine. Exactly. So why would a false flag? So the, the first question. All right. So I under, I know where you're going with this. I, I heard the argument uh, yesterday and I, I have to ask the question. Why? What does that do for us? It does not lend any credence for Russia invading Ukraine. Yep. It lends no credence for any U.S. support to help Russia do anything of the sort. No, but it does lend some credence to the narrative that we have to go help Ukraine because Russia is going to invade them. Actually, I have a different opinion on that, but we're going to get into that later. Okay, well, we're kind of going to start with that because play play this first clip. This is this is Jen Psaki. Okay, and this is audio only. So she was on Air Force One at mm -hmm. the time, um, and they they ask her about this. Mm -hmm. They actually ask her because they they're asking her about um about about this whole f false flag thing that the the administration is claiming, mm -hmm. and they say, well, where's your evidence? Mm -hmm. And and she says, well, don't you trust me? Well, the, you don't the, trust <laughs> the government. There was a how dare you. Hold, hold on a second. I apologize. Didn't mean to do that to you folks. <clears throat> there is another, uh, I, I forgot to tell you to download it too. There was another one today um, concerning COVID and uh, some liberal reporter. He's well known in the liberal circles, but he started, uh, or no, no, I'm sorry. He was asking questions about uh, Russia and- I have that new, one too. That's the next oh, you one. Do have up. Okay, They're good, one right after the other. That so one I can't wait Pisaki for. Pisaki so. had this one, um, This I, I did Pisaki first because it was actually the day before. Mm -hmm. So, and it's, it's actually concerning the same thing. So the reporter that you're talking about uh, played off of this first clip. Okay. Well, give me a sec, because now I gotta go back and find it. Uh, no, put it right here. Yeah. You put it right there. There all it right. is. Okay. And it's all queued up to where it needs to be. All right. Yeah. So go ahead and listen to this. This is really interesting. Will there be any like evidence or like release to support the idea? I mean, I know the U.S. has put out its statement that the, the that the, you know, they've detonated, detonated the bomb themselves. But will the U.S. provide any evidence? Because there may be people that are skeptical of the events that took place and what happened to the civilians. Skeptical of the U.S. military's assessment when they went and took out an ISIS terror, the leader of ISIS, yeah. that they are not providing accurate information and ISIS is providing accurate information? Well, not ISIS, but I mean, the U.S. has not always been uh, straightforward about what happens with civilians. And I mean, that is a fact. Well, as you know, there's an extensive process that the D Department of Defense undergoes. The president made clear from the beginning at every point in this process that doing everything possible to avoid civilian casualties was his priority and his preference. Uh, I just reconfirmed, and I think uh, our national security colleague who did a briefing this morning also reiterated that the individual who was the target detonated himself, killing his entire family. Uh, given these events just happened less than 24 hours ago, we're going to give them time to make a final assessment and they'll provide every detail they can. Civil okay. rights right. advocates. So, yeah, that's enough of that. So she is not. She Wait is, a minute. She gave two different answers. Yeah. Because the first answer, the, the and it, it's clear as day, folks. The first question asked was, well, was the American military involved in this bombing in Syria? Bombing in Syria? And she said, well, we're going to let the, the, you know, we're going to let the story develop. Um, it's kind of a black and white answer. Yeah. It kind of goes into another thing we'll get into a little bit later, but uh, it's kind of a black and white in answer. There's no like middle ground on it. It's either yes or no. You can't be half pregnant. You're either pregnant 
or you're not pregnant. One of the two. It's a black and white issue. There's no real gray area there. Now, with that, though, she goes the second time she's asked about the same question. And she said then she repeats the question to make sure that everybody heard her lie about it the first time. Yeah. She says, well, you know, I was asked if the American military was involved in this bombing in Syria, blah, 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 da, 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 da. And then she says, well, we also understand that he blew himself up and killed most of members, mostly members of his family. But you're going to wait for the, the military's assessment. Wait a minute. So what is, is the story? What is the story here? Is the story that the American military was involved in it? Or is the story that this guy's a jackass and he was playing with a fucking radio a little too close to his bomb vest and it went off inside his house and killed him and all his family? What's the story, Jen? What's the actual answer? Because Nazi, Peppermint Patty, whatever the fuck your name is this week, uh, apparently can't keep my story straight. Because Nazi should be your name. Because yeah. once you start telling a lie, you can't keep up with the lies you've told in the past. So what they're terrified of here, because children, a bunch of children died in that, right? Yeah. They're oh, a yeah. bunch, bunch of kids, like the guy's whole family. They are absolutely terrified that they are going to be blamed for this because they did it um, just like Afghanistan, just like the, the, the other one, um, that o Obama's bombing where he blew up the wedding, yep. uh, killed the American kid out, outside. I mean, he, yep. he did a bunch of drone strikes on innocent civilians and some of them were American citizens and Biden was the, the vice president then. So now they are absolutely terrified that they are going to get blamed for this, which I think the whole he blew himself up is a complete cover story. So, well, I don't care what Facebook tells you. I don't care what fucking the new little little guy that's all pregnant on that fucking stupid shit. The, uh, the okay, emoji for those that are listening, okay. Jack put up a I comment don't care. that said, I don't know about that, Mick. I just ate an 18 ounce T-bone steak and I sure feel kind of prego. Uh, Jack, the fact that you can put down an 18 ounce T-bone that's actually steak pretty impressive. It's really impressive, but don't you believe that shit that men should you get be pregnant. pregnant because the only other people that I know that can do that are, are pregnant women. So, so this leads saying. us, this leads us into our second one because yeah. this is another great one. And this is yes. the one that really killed Still, me. Evidence. I am the evidence. Yeah. I, I love how they stand in front of us and they say, well, I am the science. Don't doubt me. That sounded like we actually needed this. And now a <laughs> message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. But I, I don't think no, that's accurate it's because not, it's not Fauci. actually, I kind of think it's more like this now because huh. I got this one, baby. What? It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays nice. off. Nice. So Excellent. let's see All how right. it works out for him. Okay. It's a bold strategy, it's a Cotton. Bold strategy, Cotton. Uh, thanks. Uh, okay. Well, that's a, quite a mouthful there. Um, so you said actions such as these suggest otherwise. Suggest meaning that they suggest they're not interested in talks and they're going to go ahead with some kind of a. What action are you talking about? One, the actions I've just pointed to, uh, the, fact, the, the fact that Russia continues to engage uh, in disinformation well, uh, campaigns. You made an allegation that they might do that. Have they actually done it? Uh, what we know, Matt, is what we what I have just said, that they have engaged in this activity. Uh, in this planning well, activity, but, but let me let me because because obviously this is not this is not the first time we've made uh, these reports public. You'll remember that just a few well, weeks I, ago. I'm sorry, you, made, made, made what report public? If you let me finish, I will okay. tell you what report we made okay. public. Uh, we told you a few weeks ago 
that we have information indicating Russia also has already prepositioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine. So that, Matt, to your question, is an action that Russia has already well, taken. It's an action that you say that they have taken, but you have shown no evidence to, 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 to confirm that. And I'm going to get to the next question here, which is, what is the evidence that they, I mean, this. Now, now folks, do me a favor. Just look at this guy's face. He's, he is so pissed off that yeah, he's yeah. being treated like he's being treated like a two year old. He's like, look, we know you're lying to us. We know they know that we know that you know that they know that we know that you know that we know that they know that we know that you're lying. <laughs> Everybody knows. Everybody knows. But you're not fucking answering my questions. Where is the proof? Uh, uh, well, I am the proof. I am the information. I just released the information. Okay. So let me ask you this. Um, as someone who previously worked in the intelligence community, what kind of evidence could they present that would be, I mean, legally outside of a you know, national security thing? Uh, really anything, quite honestly, it's up to the classifying authority. So again, it goes back to the classifying authority, which in this case, it sounds like it's coming from the white house. So my thing with that is, if it's coming from the White House, then the president can de declassify it and let America see it. Uh, what the reporter was getting at, and we haven't even gotten to that part yet, but yeah. what that reporter is getting at is that you haven't shown us anything. Just because you're standing in front of us talking does not mean anything has fucking been ha happened. Give me a, a, a show me a, something. A drone video. Uh, show me something. Some disinformation campaign that the Russians have launched against the Ukrainians. That's saying, hey, we're going to go, you know, we're going to do something. Something's going on. A redacted report from a CI there, something. There ain't dick in there. I guarantee there ain't, ain't nothing in no. there because it's all, uh, it's all predisposition. And they're hoping to God that this pans out. It's Russian collusion. And like I said. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. So we're going to see if this pays off for them because I don't think it does very well. This is like crisis actors, really. This is like Alex Jones territory you're getting into now. Um, what evidence do you have to support the idea that there is some propaganda film in the in in the making? Matt, this is derived uh, from information known to the U.S. government, intelligence information that we have declassified. I think you well, know. Okay, well, where where is it? Where where is this information? It is intelligence information that we have declassified. Well, where is it? Where is the declassified information? I just delivered it. No, you made a series of allegations and would statements. You, would you like us to print out the first? topper? Because you will see a transcript of this briefing that you can print out for but yourself. That's not evidence, Ned. That's I, you saying hold, it. Hold that's on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to pause this. Sorry. Give me a second. I'm pausing. Uh, did you just hear what he said? Uh, what evidence do you want? I just gave you the I evidence. I just gave you the evidence. I can print out a copy of, of this of this transcript, <laughs> and there's the evidence. The that evidence. is not fucking that's evidence, not you piece evidence. of shit. Holy Jesus Christ. What the? <laughs> I was trying to find. I got to be honest with you. I was trying to find a song tonight that said like we've all lost our mind because there's liberals out there right there that'll say, "Well, that's evidence. That is not fucking evidence. Um, evidence would be a a. You could still keep names. You could still keep people, places, things out of it, and still show the meat of the intelligence coming from whether it's a classified source or clandestine source. You could fucking do it. 
it, it doesn't, it's not that hard. That it, again, it goes back to the original classifying authority, which in this case, it sounds like it's a fucking White House. Yeah. Um, I, I have to say, uh, okay, Hootie Booty said he was also in the intelligence community and we probably have no viewers because of the deep state. Actually, we have no viewers because we don't keep a regular schedule. Yeah. We literally give people five minutes notice that we're going no, live. Yeah. That's probably why. That's <laughs> probably the biggest we, reason. And here we go. And and this is only like our uh, third or fourth live broadcast anyway. So yeah. once we get on a regular schedule, that will definitely get better. Um, but I have a feeling that most of the people in, in our community, most of the people that listen to us, um, probably didn't react very well when their mom said, because I said so. Yeah. I, they I, were kids. What, what about, <laughs> like, <laughs> what about that? That's a great one. Why can't I do it, mom? Why can't I go? Yeah, because I said, because so. I said so. No, no, that's not a good <laughs> enough answer work for me. That's exactly what's going on right <laughs> yes. there. That is a scolding exactly. from an adult that is like, well, where'd you get this? Cause I said so. Yes. Be that shit doesn't work except with the rock. <laughs> And that doesn't even work with that homo either because he don't believes bring, in the vaccine yeah, and all that him crap. Up because he's, he's had some crazy shit going on too. So, but I, I just, that, that's just the shit that, I mean, he sits here and then he gets pissy about it. He gets that little nerdy rat face and he's like, well, because I hit so <laughs> shut the fuck up. You <laughs> faggot sit down. Jesus Christ. Get the hell out of here. You weirdo. Look at him. He, he looks like a, I gotta see, look at he this guy. Like a weasel. He looks like a bingo weasel. Like he's got the ears. <laughs> yes. You can see a little rat little teeth. rat face, yes. Jesus, this guy is just crazy. You've lost your mind if you think that's, oh, well, I'm from the State Department, and I'm here to work for you. No, you're not. No, no, you're, you're here not. to kill me, and I know that. Yep, exactly. Because Hill, Hill Dog told you to. Real quick, quick shout out uh, to Justin's Wolfpack. I know you're here. Excellent. Already mopping up trolls for us in the chat. Anyway, uh, just a, another example Again, I of do, this I do love trolls, and I'm going to be so sad when all the trolls die from their jab Vaccines. type yes. infinity with three masks on their face, hunched over their keyboards in their mommy's basements. Uh, well, you know. Uh, uh, was it? Yep, sounds like me being <laughs> a smart-ass smart child to a question why. why. Exactly. That's right. I, I completely agree. Uh, let me see. Amen, Mick. Yep. yep. Appreciate right. it, Jack. Uh, look at that guy. Oh, that's that's what I'm talking see, about. Yep. Uh, vote for Biden for sure. Absolutely. I think they're talking about the troll in our chat. I bet he loves Hillary too. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if he was talking about the joke. Yeah. No. Oh they're shit. Justin is here. Love your pod, bro. Yes. He. Uh, his pod is off the chain. I, I yeah, love. We love I listen Justin's all pod. the time. Yep. I get in on it and enjoy which is it. hysterical because it's very rare that Mick regularly listens to a pod that I turn him on to. Yeah. So I'm just saying, and, and we, you know, we have our disagreements, <laughs> but he's a good dude. Anyway, All Biden, right. guess what folks? Um, I, I don't think I have to say this again. I think we've said it close to a million times. We've got to be nearly a million times now. I've yeah. Oh yeah. It. Biden's coming for our guns. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. So get this. Um, he went on, used the New York city police officers funeral, uh, that was murdered by a career criminal in New York just this past week. There were two of them. Oh, I know. Yeah, two funerals uh, in a row. And uh, the second one, though, he was in New York for. Yeah. He wasn't there in New York. I mean, he wasn't there for the funeral. Well, that's good because they he probably would have just been checking his watch the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. He probably would have gotten booed, too. Yeah. Uh, but he said, uh, let me start by saying uh, Wilbert, uh, Wilbert Mora and Jason Rivera had uh, are the 
two who had law enforcement who everybody wanted to be. lost their lives, yeah. Um, I've spoken to their families and their loss uh, for this city and the loss for the nation. You know, the futures are cut short by men, by a man stolen with a Glock, with a, a Glock with 40 rounds, a magazine with 40 rounds. No. It was a stolen Glock 40, you fucking dumbass, which is a 40 caliber pistol. It didn't have 40 rounds. There's no pistol in the world. Well, actually, that's not true. I do have one. No, it fell in the pond. No, it fell in the pond. <laughs> well, I have a couple magazines, but even even still, there's none of that on the street, I'm sure. Uh, it's really a weapon of war, he said. One of the things I'm proudest years ago when I was in the Senate, this was 120 years ago, apparently, I was able to get these weapons and their size of magazines outlawed, and that got changed and got overruled. But I don't see any rationale why we should have such a weapon be purchased on the ground it, if it doesn't violate anybody's Second Amendment right to deny oh, oh, that oh we've got we've got clips of that too not the beginning not the so, not the beginning part. long story short about the the officers but he is literally the guy's lost his fucking mind. oh yeah he's coming for his he's gun. coming off his rocker yeah all i can say is he's please been lost his mind come please on. please please yeah I, I i i'm dying for it come come get my guns please <laughs> i mean luck. they're all out in the pond they it was a tragic accident yeah. the boat overturned have um, fun with the alligator trying to dredge that thing yeah good luck with that one <laughs> Not the nicest guy in the world either. That's why we really haven't been isn't. able to get them back because the alligator is guarding them. But he 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 also stressed during this press conference, um, he stressed the importance of universal background checks um, and purchasing guns and making sure that the people who are not allowed to have a gun don't have the gun in the first place. Wait, don't don't we already do that? I, I thought we did. I mean, I, I signed, I don't know how many fucking, yeah. how many documents when I go to purchase a, a okay, gun. Okay, yeah. But we also have to focus on ghost guns too. Ghost guns. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm like, wait a minute. Why? Why? I, I don't get it. That doesn't make any sense. What is he you really know, going after? You know why? I, why did? Why not? Why not go after 3D printers? Then? Mike Adams was actually selling, pushing ghost guns on his podcast the other day. Yeah, I, I know. They're, awesome. they're not hard to do. No. But my question is, why not just go after but let me, 3D so, printers? So let me ask. Well, absolutely. But let me ask you this with the ghost guns, because I know you talk about the the lower and the upper right and mm -hmm. you can buy the lower but you have to buy the upper or you have to buy the lower from a depends from on what type of gun you're a, doing okay so with a ghost gun do you still have to go through that you have to buy a, a certain part from a licensed dealer no you build it all your own it, the whole thing yeah. just all built you yourself. can build it yourself build okay. it yourself do it at home all right i mean what but my question is why are you going after guns why not just go after 3d printers the regulate a 3d printer uh, yeah because I mean, that's how they're doing it. I don't understand what he's talking about. Oh, well, you can just build a go. No, you just can't build a ghost gun. That's not the way that works. You could probably build a cannon easily, more easily. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that would be fucking really easy. That would be awesome. That would, I'm con okay. contemplating. <laughs> yeah. okay. All right. So let's let so this let's, retard let's, let's, talk let's, about this. Let's get. Let's let Joe mumble his way through this. Uh, um, you know, you can count on me to be a partner in that effort, and I have the U.S. Attorney. Uh, United States Attorney General here with me today. And we put together a comprehensive strategy to combat gun crime in cities like New York, Philadelphia, Atlanta, and many other cities, San Francisco. First, we want to crack down on the flow of firearms used to commit violence. That includes taking on and shutting down rogue gun dealers. At, uh, and it's, it's about doing background checks, it's as well as outright selling uh, uh, of that making sure that people who are not allowed to have a gun don't get the gun in the first place. And again, for any of the press, any of the press listening, this doesn't violate anybody's Second Amendment right. 
There's no violation of a Second Amendment right. We talk like there's no amendment that's absolute. When the amendment was passed, it didn't say anybody can own a gun and any kind of gun and any kind of weapon. You couldn't buy a cannon and when the, this, this uh, amendment was passed. And so no reason why you should be able to buy certain assault weapons. But that's another issue. And uh, look, one of the things that we focused on, the Attorney General and I, and we're getting to the point where I think we're going to be able to have a real impact on it, includes going after ghost guns. Ghost guns are the guns everyone in this room knows that can be purchased in parts, assembled at home, no serial number, and can't be traced. And they're as deadly as any other weapon out there. Okay, really quick, because I'm not going to listen to this retard yeah, for no, the rest we're, of the night. We're done with that. First of all, that's wrong. Uh, he is lying. That is not true. That is not the way it is, okay? You could absolutely own a, a, a cannon when that amendment was passed, by the way. Yes. Oh, yeah, most certainly could. Yeah, you can own but a that, cannon now. That's neither here nor there. The point of what he was saying, he's like, well, you can buy these. These You have to understand there are certain parts that are serial numbered, and they are serial numbered and kept with the ATF. So you have to apply for a tax stamp when you go to get these guns. That means the federal government knows you bought the part. That means the federal government also knows they a true gun dealer also knows that he can't give you two parts that make one whole complete working gun. So if you go into a gun store and, and you, let's say I go in one day and I buy one part, I go in the next day and I buy another part and my name comes up twice. It automatically in the computer system tells them now, um, now you have to ask the person, are you building a firearm? Because if you're building a firearm, they have to bring the firearm to that gun dealer. They have to see the whole firearm list all the serial numbers that are in that firearm and then they can purchase that next part so you just can't go build a fucking gun first of all but that's not even that's for a law-abiding citizen such as myself such as you such as anybody that's listening or watching us right now and uh we got a bunch because we got even on here we got more people Holy crap yeah and i think we're doing better on Clubhub too roll roll call real quick uh this this one's for you booty uh, Hootie, Hootie Booty. I don't know, I don't know. what your name is. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we have eight on Twitch. We got 143 on Clout Hub right now. And 20 something on Rumble. And 20 something on Rumble. Awesome. Yeah. So we're up there. Okay. But either way, um, not this, bad for five You cannot, you can't do this. This is all. A, there's a point there is you cannot go and just build a ghost gun. A ghost, true ghost gun is built in a 3D printer and then assembled from parts the person already either has or can make. You cannot just, that's not a ghost gun. A ghost gun means that there's no serial numbers on any part of the gun. There's nothing. Nothing can be traced back to you. Nothing can be traced to a dealer. All of these parts are traced by gun dealers. They're traced all the way down to the lowest level, to the purchaser themselves. If you are another gun dealer buying parts, there's even another stack of forms you have to fill out just to buy those parts. So if I wanted to use my class four FFL and go down the street and go to my local gun shop, say, I need this part, 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 this part. Why do you need it? Oh, well, here's my class four FFL. Then there's another stack of forms they give me. They give me because then I've got to go in there and it, now it's all talking about how I'm buying a bulk, blah, blah, blah. So it's a lot of boring shit. Long story short, he's fucking lying. He still doesn't know he's talking. And it's a fucking shame that he used that time and that just that arena to, to talk like that uh, during a funeral. That's just blows my mind. Something you would never see from normal presidents. Well, Obviously he's not a normal president. So, well, let me ask this just to play devil's advocate here real quick. Um, all, all of those new laws that he touted, which we already have on the books, um, would they have done anything to prevent the murder of those two cops? 
No, because again, he was not a legal firearm owner. Exactly. Because he was already convicted of a felony, which means he couldn't possess a firearm to begin with. Mm -hmm. And technically in the state of New York and in the city of New York City, you really can't, you can't have a firearm unless you're approved by like Jesus himself. Yeah. So you got to resurrect Jesus and get an okay from him to carry a firearm. The liberals actually don't don't adhere to Jesus's word. You'd probably have to get yeah, to right. prove it. Yeah, well, whatever. Just, just saying. So Biden's new plan is uh, he's going to downplay all this crime that's going on. We're just going to go ahead and we're going to downplay all the crime. It's not really crime. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. We're just going to downplay it. Hey, we heard Jen Pisaki laughing. We yeah. played it uh, in the last podcast. Yeah. But, soft on crime? Soft on crime. What's Come soft on, on crime? No. So yeah, that's that's his whole plan. And it, it's a scary one at that because that means this administration is not taking any crime shit any, any more seriously than they ever have in the past. No. So it is questionable as to what he's really doing there. Um, why do you have this up twice? Because there's a second one. Oh, gee, I, do we really need to hear the second uh, one? Yes, because this is this this is um I'm just wondering because he's so boring. I, I know it's horrible, but something he said there and he said it before and it pissed me off before and it's going to piss me off again. So let's play it so that I can go on a little rant. All right. Okay. Well then. There we go. You know, you love my rants. Imagine had we had a liability. They're the only industry in America that is exempted from being able to be sued by the public. Only one. Imagine had that been the way with cigarette manufacturers. Where the hell would we, where, would, where the heck would we be? We'd be in tough shape. Why gun manufacturer? Because of the power of their lobbying ability. It's got to end. End. They got to be held responsible for the things that they do that are irresponsible. And folks, you know, it's the only industry in America, as I said, that's exempt from being sued. And I think I find it to be outrageous. Imagine- no, no shit. Liar. Um, he completely is. Cause wait a minute. The wait, vaccine fe- companies yeah. are exempt from liability. They cannot be sued. The federal government is exempt from liability. You have to ask permission of the federal government to sue the federal government. Uh, a little confused. What the fuck are you talking about, Joe? Okay, but oh, the they're federal, the only ones that can't the, be sued. The federal government, uh, although. I do believe it's a corporation that is not generally accepted. So technically the federal government per their standards, isn't technically a company. Okay. Or a manufacturer per se. Okay. Uh, The vaccine companies are most definitely manufacturers, big pharma. Not only that, but they are already criminal. They have been held criminally liable for, so many things they've had to pay out literally billions of dollars in damages for hurting people with their medications, with their drugs that don't actually help people. And they are entirely exempt from liability. I give you, I give you that. I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. It's not just them. And I'm sorry, the cigarette companies were held liable when the great big lawsuit happened to Philip Morris. He said, what if exactly if they could have been held liable, he said, what if the cigarette companies weren't, could, weren't be able to no, be held liable? He said, if the cigarette companies could have been held liable, imagine what would have happened. What are you talking about, yeah, Joe? They were, they, they were, were found held liable. Held, they were found liable. Yes. And not only that, they got the, Philip Morris they almost sued lost. all the time. Philip Morris almost lost everything. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's what he's why they can't about. put ads on TV anymore. But that's, that's why, why you don't have Joe Camel going around smoking a cigarette. Exactly. It's not cool anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah. What is it? Fucking idiot. Yeah. He is just a retard. So folks, right here, perfect example, Coastal Marsh, Coastal Marsh Customs, right here. Here it is, perfect example. This is the type of work they do. Let's go, Brandon. This is our sign. This is what we got made by them. Uh, got some other stuff coming too as well, trying to get them a, to do me a defiant sign as well, where it just says defiant and kind of the same lettering and the same type uh, background uh, with a burnt wood look. You can go any wood look you want. Uh, you can go mahogany. You can go with whatever wood you want. If you can think of the type of wood you want to see it on, you've got to picture of what you've got send it to him uh the guy is amazing coastal marsh customs at gmail.com send it use promo code defiant you're going to save up to 17 percent on your order this is all custom woodworking done right here in america sent directly to your door it is a veteran owned veteran operated company one of my favorite pieces right here just because it was a let's go branded piece and i just thought it was hysterical and uh vlin loves it too we gotta we're gonna put some lacquer on it to make it a little bit more def uh clear but i'm telling you right now this one's a, a killer we one of the things we just saw him last night we hung out with him at a christmas party what one of the few great things i love about this company we i just love the way that they can if you can think of it they can do it so again reach out coastal marsh customs inc uh coastal marsh customs at gmail.com and use promo code defiant it's going to save you up to 17 percent on your order and even v has got some stuff coming too she asked for some stuff last night so i'm kind of looking forward to see what he does with the stuff that v asked for because she's never easy to please <laughs> so and don't forget let's go brandon yeah let's go brandon so but anyway, uh, moving right along, though, he is going this uh, crime's not happening. So don't worry about it. No. White House news spokesman uh, Jen Psaki recently marveled at the idea that the United States massive crime spike is just a serious problem that Sears cable news networks ought to cover. Hold on. I actually get. On the liberal podcast, uh, Pod Save America podcast, Pisaki re recalled seeing one day the CNN MSNBC recovering brewing conflict between Ukraine and the contest she said on, on Fox was Janine Pirro talking about soft on crime consequences. I mean, what does that really even mean? We played that for you last uh, our last podcast. For context, carjackings um, are up sixfold nationwide. Murder rose 30% in 2020, and it continued to rise in 2021. Jack, in California, thanks largely to tax enforcement trains are being robbed drugstores are being cleared out by criminals who face no consequences whatsoever two dozen police had been shot at this point since uh the year began but pisaki's coverage consequences soft on crime policies is somehow incomprehensible belonging to an alternate universe uh, okay. The most incredible part is that Pisaki doesn't understand the consequences of going soft on criminals it is neither she nor the into interlookers that could have processed the idea that maybe the alternative universe is their own completely agree uh, well i mean they think that you know shoplifting is okay because obviously the people really need that dolce and gabbana purse or that you know obviously chanel perfume or as long as it's under 950 dollars. obviously yeah that's completely that is agree. soft on crime right there so uh moving right along okay the before we before we get to that because i have something on that too um, because actually, well then fast forward to yours. So that way we can just, yeah, because, uh, together. Cause, yeah. Cause I, well, all right, that's fine. Go ahead. Then go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll move mine around here. All right. 
Okay, so uh, came out this week uh, in Jerusalem Post. Um, if you haven't heard, uh, this was out. The FBI admitted it acquired NSO's Pegasus spyware in 2019, a new report shows. Despite confirming its purchase, the Bureau claims the Pegasus was never used in any FBI investigation. <coughs> oh, shit. Sorry. I'm, I'm my bad. <clears throat> what about the DIA or the CIA or the NSA? Um, so on February 2nd, uh, this, this was posted, a man walks, uh, whatever the federal Bureau of investigation acquired the Israeli tech company, NSO's groups, Pegasus spyware for $9 million in 2019. The U S agency confirmed to a UK news outlet, the guardian on Wednesday, but Pegasus was never used in an FBI investigation. The bureau claimed adding that it procured a limited license for product testing and evaluation only. Uh, according to the report, a deal struck between the FBI and the NSO was one year test project worth about $5 million, despite not using it at all, like not even switching it on, according to a source. Bullshit. Then what the fuck is the point in having it? So, all right. So they spent $9 million on a, on something that's worth $5 million and they never used it. Yeah. That, that, that and they're supposed to be doing product testing on it. That doesn't make any sense. That that literally, I mean, just even, doesn't make even any sense. for the government, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that's like buying a fucking forty million dollar hammer. Exactly. Bingo. Which we all know exactly. that's not true. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, the deal was agreed upon following the long process of disagreements on how much control the NSO group would retain over its software. The source told the Guardian the FBI reportedly took issue with the NSO's policy of keeping sensors on its technology in order to be alerted if it was moved by a government client to keep track of its physical location. Um, in addition, the Bureau reportedly wary of allowing NSO engineers to install Pegasus on FBI computers, instead agreeing to keep the spyware in a large container. The FBI stated they bought access to NSO spyware um, in order to stay abreast of emerging technologies and tradecraft in the field. Mm, but if they never use it, how could they stay abreast of it? Exactly. Uh, New York Times also reported that Pegasus was critical in getting a Saudi Arabia support or at least an indifference to a normalization ties between Israel and Arab states, such as the United Arabs of Emirates of Bahrain. According to the report, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salam received approval from the Israelis to use Pegasus following a $55 million deal signed in 2017 with former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Netanyahu reportedly approved the sale subsequent to the renewal of the Saudis' contract in hope of gaining uh, MBS, MBS's committed gratitude ahead of the Abraham uh, Accord signing. Netanyahu den denied any allegations made in the Times report, stating them to be comp a complete fabrication. D despite the FBI's acquisition of the NSO program, the Israeli company was blacklisted by the U.S. Commerce Department in November 2021 and engaging in activities that were contrary to the national security and foreign policy interests of the United States. Yeah. Anywho, that's a big one because we also had somebody else who once told us that uh, I don't know what NSO is. I don't know what that Pegasus thing is. Or Pegasus. That's exactly what he said. I don't know what that Pegasus thing is. And I, you know, someone asked in the Telegram chat when we were going to do a conspiracy theory episode because they wanted to hear my conspiracy theory that I alluded to a couple podcasts back okay. when we were talking about all the Clay Clark stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we're talking about who Clay's handler might be. Yep. And you've often said General Flynn. And I have often said General Flynn. I get. I'm going to guess that you have changed your mind on General Flynn. No, no, I still think it's General Flynn. Okay. And I, but just more, more little pieces came together. Okay. I got it, but okay. I it, bet I could pull them apart. In my head. Well, that doesn't mean shit. Okay. So that's yeah. like walking it, in front of a microphone saying, does. well, the, do you want the evidence? The evidence is right here. I am the evidence. Okay. So do you remember at the very beginning of Biden's 
quote unquote presidency, General Flynn's brother was promoted to the commander of the Pacific. Correct. Right. And we all said that must mean that the White Hats are in charge because why would they ever promote General Flynn's brother unless the White Hats are actually in charge? Correct. Unless, especially when, well, the position he was given was a three star position. And as I've told, I've said many a times on this show, everybody above that level is everybody above the two star level is pretty much a political position. Yep. Um, so at the time, because we were at the time, we didn't have other questions of Flynn. So we automatically went to. And and we had a lot of hopium then. We automatically went to the White Hats must be in charge because General Flynn's brother was promoted. But now, um, you know, we took that black pill a long time ago. And I have to say, I, I I kind of think the other way. I think that General Flynn's brother was promoted because General Flynn is not the guy that we've all thought he was or that a lot of people thought he was for a very long time. And he, Flynn came out the other day and he was talking about how uh, he did an interview and he was talking about how the the deep state's so much deeper than than everything else, you know, than he thought. Right? It goes so much deeper than he thought. Um, but in that interview, he said, "I I am a lifelong Democrat. I am an avowed Democrat. I am a lifelong Democrat." Said it three times, just like that. He sure did. Yep. Yep. Where was this at? Mm, he just did it like a week ago. Um, I'll have to, I'll have you mean to you didn't pull interview. it up. You're going to talk about this and you didn't pull yeah, it. Yeah, no, I didn't. Interview? I didn't pull it up because you it, suck. I know because it's, it's just, it's pieces coming together in my head. But then I saw this story. Um, Michael Flynn allies allegedly plotted to lean on Republicans to back vote audits. Okay. Which, and this is from the January 6th committee. And of course, we don't believe anything they fucking say because it's just ridiculous, right? FBI agents and the House panel investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol have both learned of an alleged plan by allies of retired Army Lieutenant General Michael Flynn to gather intelligence on top Republicans to move them back to election audits in key states Trump lost, said ex-whistleblower Everett Stern, who talked to the panel and the FBI. Stern uh, runs the intelligence firm Tactical Rabbit and is a Republican vying for a Senate seat in Pennsylvania. In multiple interviews with The Guardian, he said uh, he said two Flynn associates with the right-wing Patriot Caucus group enlisted his help in April in a scheme to seek potentially damaging information on two Republican members of Congress to prod them back to an audit of the 2020 vote that Joe Biden won. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold mm -hmm. on. Let's go back to the source of that real quick. Tell me again where this guy works, the rabbit hole. Uh, tactical rabbit. Okay. Okay, so, intelligence firm. Yes. Yeah. Stop, However, stop. he provided text stop. messages, stop. emails, stand by, stand and by, other stand documents. By, stand by, stand by. Yeah. Okay. He works for an intelligence department. Correct. Go, go back to the first page. Just stay on the first yep. page because you're going to stay with stay with me on this one. Yep. Okay. Because I'm going to pull this one apart. Sure. The guy that is sitting in front of the January 6th commission. Yep. Who's talking about Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. Yep. Who is also an intelligence professional yep. or quote unquote intelligence professional. I don't know how intelligent he really is, but is technically an intelligence official. Okay. This stern dude, he runs the intelligence firm Tactical Rabbit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does anybody else not see an issue with what I just said? Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Hold on. I got one more because we just watched a video where a reporter asked somebody from the State Department, so where's the evidence? I am, I'm here talking about it. Do you want me to print out this 
our monologue here and we'll, you know, I can give it to you and that's the evidence? No, the evidence is the text messages, emails, and other documents that he provided. One more time, I'm going to say this. He is in, what does he work for? Uh, an intelligence firm. Do, I gotcha. He can do, he can make that shit up. He can create it. No one would ever know the difference. That's the point of being an intelligence. I understand that. And I he's get standing that. in front of who telling this to? Uh, fucking Pelosi. The January 6th yes, commission, the, the which committee. none yes. of us have any, any, yes. any respect for whatsoever. Most definitely. That's not where I'm going with this. Okay. What caught me was what he was accused of doing. Okay. Well, okay. Of basically digging up dirt on people, on, on Republicans. Republicans to blackmail them to get them to do what he wanted. Sounds like a very Democrat thing. Sounds like a very, sounds like a page right out of the liberal playbook. <sighs> it's just pieces coming together. I, I don't think so. I don't think, to be honest with you, I, I okay, this is, folks, this is just my opinion on this January 6th commission. I think it's all bullshit. There's oh, yeah. nothing in it that's true. Oh, absolutely. Everything 100%. is made up. Everything that you see written about it, it's bullshit. They said that the, you know, it was the worst, uh, worst attack against our, our, you know, oh, yeah. our country since, since the civil war. Yep. No, no. I can yeah, everyone, think of a bunch Everyone more. remembers where they were when, um, when JFK was shot and when princess Diana was killed and when 9-11 happened and, and when January 6th went down. Yeah. So yeah, no, no. No. So anyway, uh, this is, I be careful about this stuff because that's the part that's, that is disinformation. I understand. But in every good disinformation piece, there's, there's 40% a little, truth. Big, I agree. A little I agree. Of truth. I agree. But how do you know that that's the truth? I, I don't. What if the truth is, is that this stern guy who runs this intelligence firm, and I'm just spitballing here, tactical rabbit. What if this stern guy who runs this intelligence firm here is actually the guy who was doing all of that it very well could be just saying there's a possibility there right yeah no okay. there is a possibility so what if he was the guy that was doing it for the democrats and they're now using that in blackmail and this is just the way he could get the information to the liberal senators and congress people possibly are, but he and the rhinos he is at least claims to be a republican and he is running as a republican mm. He's a rhino. Well, he he may be, but he's an intelligence guy. He's full of shit. General Flynn doesn't even General Flynn doesn't even claim to be a Republican. He claims to be a Democrat. Apparently, three times over, and then something that I still haven't seen. Okay, show well, me the receipts, baby. I, I'm I'm just like Jack. Show me the receipts. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, uh, how about this one? This is another barn burner for you. Judge lets convicted Hunter Biden business partner freely roam the globe while awaiting sentencing. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to read that again? Did you? Yeah, go hear? ahead. No, go okay. ahead. Okay. So judge lets convicted Hunter Biden business partner freely roam the globe while waiting for sentencing. Does anybody believe that that motherfucker is coming back to the States? No. Do you think that he's going to just go to countries that they have uh, deportation rights with the United States? I mean, I, I would say that no. he is a flight risk if anyone ever what did they at least take his passport they didn't even take his passport. no because they're letting him roam the, the globe shit. he's not even staying in the states and a judge okayed this wow from uh paul manafort to january 6th defendants federal prosecutors and courts have routinely seized pa uh, passports to impose travel restrictions on those charged or convicted of crimes that eliminate any flight risk whatsoever 
But those same standards have not been applied to the convicted defendant, Devin Archer, uh, Hunter Biden's longtime business partner and collaborator, collaborator at, uh, at the al allegedly corrupt Ukrainian gas firm Burisma Holdings. Court records reviewed by Just the News uh, show trial judge Archer's case has allowed the Biden buddy to take more than three dozen global trips since he was indicted in 2016 and convicted two years later fleeing uh, for fleecing an Indian tribe. More than half of those trips, which span from the communist China to the Turks and Caicos, have come since the jury convicted Archer on two felony counts and securities fraud in summer 2018. Permissions for uh, Archer's globetrotting uh, was revealed November 12, 12, 2021, in a letter from this defense lawyer who asked to receive permission from the U.S. District Judge Ronnie Abrams, an appointee of President Barack Obama, for his 41st trip since he was first charged by federal prosecutors. Now, if this were you, me, Jack, anybody, yep. we don't shit. They'd take our passport. They would lock us in a dungeon. They'd bury the key. They'd burn the key that was buried. Yeah. And then they'd probably try to set the dungeon on fire. Just saying. Yeah. But this is this cat. No. And, he gets yeah. to go wherever he wants. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I got the um, Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit. I actually have the United States of America appellate versus Devin Archer, defendant appellee. Uh, this was uh, Jason uh, Galanis, Gary Hurst, John Galanis, a.k.a. Yanni, Hugh Dunkerley, uh, Mitch Morton, and Bevan Cooney, defendants. Uh, they were all charged at the same time. It was argued November 18th, 2019, decided October 7th, 2020 by the circuit court judges, Walker Sullivan, circuit court judge, and Nathan, uh, district judge. I don't know who Nathan is, and I don't know who Walker is. Okay. But either way, it doesn't matter. So- the decision, this is the big part. Now I got to go all the way back to the bottom here so I can read this, but this is the crazy part, right? So in the decision, the final in conclusion, that's where I'm going to just start with this one because it doesn't make sense in reading this whole dang thing because it is like 50 pages long, folk, folks. Um, <clears throat> if I can get to it, of course I can't get to it because it's way back. Oh shit, I just dropped that. So in conclusion... Uh, it states for the reasons above, I reversed the district court's grant of rule motion 33 to reinstate the conviction and remand the case to district court for sentencing. Well, what was it in some, the preponderance of heavily standard requires that the district court determine whether all the evidence in the trial was taken as a whole or prepondered heavily against the verdict. It does not, however, permit permit the district court to elect its own theory of the case and view the evidence through that of a lens. Having now clarified that the standard applied for the district court assessing rule 33 in the motion, we find that the evidence did not preponderate heavily against the verdict because we conclude there is only one result available upon proper application of the preponderance heavily standard reinstatement of the jury verdict and there is no need for remand or further consideration of issue by this district court long story short folks basically what they said was during the summation the government again emphasized the wapanki bonds were massive fraud scam scheme to fund luxurious lifestyles of a few and to fund personal business ventures of the others. It repeated yet again, Archer Cooney had benefited using $20 million worth of bonds for their own business purposes and support their own financial empires. Although Archer may not have received an envelope of cash or a condo from the scheme, the district court finding said that there was no compelling motive presented by the jury um, presented to the jury to was just simply incorrect. While the district court placed considerable emphasis on the extent to which Archer knew that Galanis's personal 
gain from the fraud. It is clear that the fraud had multiple motivations and was not necessarily that Archer was fully adverse at all of them. The jury, before the consideration of the evidence, it would conclude that the second motive, more personal to Archer, existed, was furthered in the scheme. And basically, it goes on and on. It's a lot of legal mumbo-jumbo. Long story short, Rule 33, they said that there was the preponderance of the evidence did not present a perfect motive for the jury. Money? <clears throat> uh, that was my point. Why did we just, did? is that not a motive anymore? The, uh if you killed me for my inherent, you know, to inherit whatever wealth I had, which I don't have shit, but if not you not say your parents die anyway, if you kill me to do that, but is that not, is that not a motive? I mean, I'm confused at the moment. No, cause you have no money. I'd have to kill your parents first. Either way, folks, <laughs> I, I, I'm just blown away by this. I, this, this is a, this is literally is a 40 page you know, basically, it is 40 pages of bullshit. Yeah. Of you wipe your is. ass with this. This is a decision from a United States Circuit Court of Appeals. And they say in it that even the finding says that the guy is still guilty and he's still remanded or yeah. should be remanded. Yet he's out flying around, gallivanting around. Yeah. Man, I got to get some of this shit. I don't know how to do it. it. It must be, I don't know, fashion season in Paris or something. I, I, I don't know. I got to go out and get some of this shit. Yeah, no shit, right? So, oh. Um, but but how did this all come out? That's that's the big question, okay? How did how did we find out about all this? Hmm. Any idea? Uh, I'm I'm sure the government leaked it or no, no, put, oh, no. put something out that they shouldn't have, sent an email to the wrong person. Oh, no. No? No, 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 no. No? No, no, no. Okay. No. How'd they find out? It's the gift that keeps on giving. Hunter Biden's laptop? Yep. Get so ahead. classified State Department email found in old Hunter Biden's laptop. Really? Undercut the U.S. efforts in Ukraine. How would Hunter ever get a classified State Department email in the first place since must he it, never worked for the State Department? Must have come from Hill Dog server. Must have. So I'm just going to read the email because so, I don't even think we need to read the article. But I would think that whoever sent the email in the first place, which that's redacted, isn't it? Nope. No? Nope. Okay. Well, whoever sent the email should be... Brought up on charges? Yeah. yeah. For... Yeah. Using... Oh, no. It's from Kent. George Kent. Who the fuck is George Kent? Oh my God. Maybe we should read the article then. I didn't realize you didn't know. So, uh, in an email public view before, from but... more than five years, a top U.S. State Department official in Kiev wrote to Washington superiors at the end of the Obama-Biden administration that Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine undercut U.S. efforts to fight corruption in the former Soviet Republic. Uh, the email obtained by Justin News was written November 22nd, 2016 by former U.S. Embassy official George Kent, one of the Democrat star witnesses in their first att attempts and efforts to impeach Donald Trump. Ah, uh, that's where I knew the name from. Exactly. Okay. All right. So go ahead and read so, the email. George Kent to uh, Andrews, Jorgen Andrews, and uh, subject R.E. Zelensnikov meeting request, Herbert Atlantic Council of Blue Star. Ambassador, since there's a Blue Star angle, the Blue Star CEO, Karen T, is coming down to town early in December looking for a meeting. There's a backstory to this. This involves uh, Jason John Herbst, but also Dan Friend, uh, Dan Freed, and the Blue Star strategy duo of Karen T, CEO, and Sally Painter, COO. Bottom line is the purposes of Jorgen meeting, John, is that I want, I went through Zelenskov to 
saga exhaustively with John in September in Kiev when he came in for yes, including the embassy felt so strongly about how the U.S. government interests had gotten crosswise with the Blue Star strategies, apparent but not entirely clear with the re relationship with Zelensnikov and Burisma. When Dan came through town in May, he mentioned to me and Sally P, whom characterized as an old colleague, had worked in this area in the Central and, and Eastern Europe, and would like to talk to me more about the embassy and new Zelensnikov. I gave Dan a background earlier about the whole Zelensnikov saga, the $23 million in frozen assets that presumptive corrupt deals with selling oil and gas licenses from Min ecology six months uh, and the six months the fbi mi5 put into the case an asset recovery for the first possible recovery in the wake of a high profile us uk world bank initiative the pgo under team uh Urema closing the case transferring back to the moi against the ministry of ecology rather than the ministry uh minister Zelensinikov and issuing a letter to the lawyers on christmas day december 2014 with no active case opening uh, Zelensikov and his lawyers could currently flip the UK judge and the money unfrozen and transferred to the UK before the FBI and MI5 even knew what was happening. My entering engagement with Urama's top deputy, Delink uh, Denlinko, in February 2014, where I asked how much was the bribe to shut the case down and who took it? $7 million, he claimed to me cheerfully. Nothing that P2 had asked any questions about before saying Zelensikov for over 20 years, had him on speed dial and was noted that he was in Dubai at the time and wished to ask to speak with him. P2? P2. That's when the real issue of the mine hit someone in Washington and engaged the vice president, Biden, quietly and say that his, his son, Hunter's president's presence, and then in parentheses says P2, on the Burisma board, undercut the anti-corruption corruption message of the vice president while advancing while advancing the Ukrainian, um, because Ukraine's message was hard to see from yet the onset of the family behavior, with the family association and known corruption figures of whose companies were not paying playing by the rules in the oil and gas sector. I told I told Dan I'd be happy to share this with Sally, and she would get to call me. Dan said that he understood Sally was doing the due diligence exactly in this issue and that, and into the Hunter case. I never heard from Sally. Isn't this interesting that the in Hunter 20, case, isn't this interesting that in 2016, November 22nd, 2016, they knew all about this. They knew that everything was bullshit when it came to Burisma, yeah. Ukraine, man, it just, it says that Trump was never lying about any of that. Shit. Any of it. No, that the, they, I mean, they knew this from the very beginning. Until this is much different. So Hunter took a $7 million bribe from the Ukrainians. Correct. Until this is a much different discussion this fall, uh, she ca cold called me regarding Lip, uh, Lestenko's uh, proposed visit to Washington. Lestenko, Lestenko propositioned, which mentioned she and Blue Star CEO Karen T were Atlantic Council members, knew John Herbst's wealth in the Ukrainian game. And they complained about my engagement with Lustenko, which was uncharacterized. She also referred to Zelensikov by his first name, Russian version, making it clear that the relationship was more than a passing one. Karen T was engaged by the amb ambassador. When I heard days later from Econ, hmm, Econ. Who's Econ? E C O N. E C O N. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. You tell me. Hmm. And the USAID uh, implementer that agreed to the public sector privacy sponsorship of Burisma, of, 
of a contest, a journalistic integrity <laughs> energy sector, we pulled the plug immediately. Hmm. John Herbst, when he came by, said yes, came over to my house for dinner. After running through all the substance, we talked about what had happened with Sally, who was speaking very ill of me. I laid out what Dan told her earlier, Zlinskov, Burisma, as well as the frank engagements of her, of her opinion, re the Lestrenko trip, and the co-sponsored promo that had been pulled. For this part, Sally told her that he did not recall... Um, yeah, he told me that Sally, that her description of me did not match his experience with me in Kiev and decided also a go a long, decade ago since, as I recall, John had, uh, not known at the time, the full backstory of the blue star relationship with Zelensikov. Sally had stated to me that she did not represent Nikolai's interests in the U S since retained her separate legal counsel and knew that she would be a foreign agent to report the particular current wording of the statement. Also was the inquiry and next USAID pu pushing the explanation of why the promo partnership between Burisma and Zelensikov had suspended and suggested that the Biden's interest in the representations may have not been in the best interest for the U S or Burisma's reputation for that matter. You know, when this all came first came out and there was that initial WikiLeaks dump. Yep. With a whole bunch of emails, a whole bunch of information about this. Yep. And I found an an email, a document, something buried in there. And it mentioned Sally. Sally and another woman altered the records to make it look like who was it i think um that trump's lawyer who was indicted uh took some money instead of the bidens oh that was that must have been um oh god i just had his name <laughs> no that the the other woman uh i want to say her her name sounded very russian but she worked for the State Department, or she worked for the U.S. Anyway, I, I I think it's related to the same thing. I'll have to see if I can't dig and find it because I do have that somewhere. Well, no, this now that now all the if you're doing the math on this too, folks, and that's the thing you got to watch. Do the math on this because now it all adds up. Because Hunter, there's another email that we did get earlier on, much earlier on. Yep. Um, if you remember, it was the he email talking about the big guy. Yeah. And the big guy 10, gets a percent to the big guy. Yeah. So $7 million folks. Yeah. That's what the bribe was to get everybody off of Brisbane's bag. Yeah. $7 million. Yeah. That's $70,000 to the big guy. Yeah. Right there. Right off the bat. Yeah. Forget what his son's getting paid to out of it. Well, because his son's carrying the money for him. Well, maybe that's why um, the Pentagon is deploying 3000 troops to Europe as tensions spike with Russia over Ukraine. I, I think why that's happening. It, that one, we're going to kind of take a knee and drink some water on because that one, I'm, I'm going to put some money on that one. That's not exactly true. Yeah? Yeah. Got a feeling we're going to find out something different about that. You don't think we're we're sending troops overseas? Nope. No? Nope. Okay. All right. Well, USA Today is reporting that, uh, and the Pentagon, is, yes, to deploy. They haven't left yet. Oh, well, now that's a different story. You said deploying. Yeah. Pentagon to deploy. Yeah. Deploying meaning in the future, okay. going to deploy, right? Okay. Um, I think they came out with it yesterday or today. 
saying, so they're saying they're deploying 3,000 troops to Germany, Poland, and Romania. We don't have any bases in Romania, Poland. We do have bases in Germany, so I don't know where we're going to put people in Romania or Poland. That'll yeah. be interesting. Uh, and, and I don't think the Polish are very friendly with us right and now. And they, the troops are not among the 8,500 placed on heightened alert last week to support a NATO quick reaction force if it's activated. Um, forgive me, but isn't Russia's primary demand that Ukraine not be allowed into NATO? That would be accurate. So how are we putting together a quick reaction NATO force to protect a country that's not in NATO? Well, they, they have done it before in the past and they've made exceptions for this. It happened in Bosnia and happened in Kosovo where they were given preemptive, you know, preemptive NATO coverage. Okay. So before they were recognized by NATO, but uh, the only difference here is I don't think going to get recognized by NATO. Oh, not if Russia still. has anything to do with it. Damn straight. Exactly. If they do recognize Ukraine as a NATO country, that is literally just begging Putin to go to war. For the most part. Yes. I mean, that 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 is, for all intents and purposes, a declaration of war with Russia. Just, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, um, okay. So we'll, we'll take, we'll take a knee on that one. Bloomberg did not take a knee on that one. No, they did not. The they actually jumped out right ahead of it. And matter of fact, they almost started an international incident. Yeah. So Bloomberg accidentally, accidentally, my ass, reports that Russia invaded Ukraine. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Do we have? So let's see. I don't think you do, though. And this was this was yesterday. This was on Friday. The financial news site accidentally reported that Russia had invaded Ukraine Friday afternoon with a headline on its homepage. Live, Russia invades Ukraine. It read a jarring headline on Bloomberg's homepage around 4 p.m. And it stayed up for 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay. 30 minutes. Uh, and the, a Russian analyst posted about it on social media. She said, I went on the site and saw the breaking news, but I knew it wasn't real because I deal with Ukraine and I would be the first one to know. Uh, she told the Post, it is a bizarre and a pretty big mistake to make considering this is a potential large-scale invasion and everyone is on edge. So reached for comment by the Post, Bloomberg said that it had accidentally posted a pre-written headline. Oh, shit. Sorry. Why would <laughs> you bad. need to pre-write a headline that is literally three words long? Four, if you count the live, right? Why do you need to pre-write that? I, I, you're just you're you're waiting for but they could be chicken peckers for the i'm the 10 seconds it takes to write russia invades ukraine they could be checking chicken peckers or they got really small fingers i hey look everything looks bigger in the size of no digits. you know you know what yeah. it is it's they actually they want a war oh no i know that and the only reason that they don't have a war in, right now that the only reason they've not been able to wag the dog as hard as they want to is because of the truckers that's it. No, uh, no, I, I think it's because, you know, I think it's because the truckers have hijacked the, the news cycle. Yeah. Well, I think that too. Yeah, there's so a possibility. They have not that. been able I, to push out their, their fear mongering of Russia as hard as they wanted to. That's why they're trying to even blame Russia for the truckers. Yeah. They, they, they've been doing that this Seriously. week too. But tell me something really quick. Yeah. And everybody else, everybody that's listening, just, you know, throw your stuff up real quick. Is racial discrimination, is that, should that be legal in the U.S.? Racial discrimination is not legal in the U.S. for a good reason. Okay. Is it right to discriminate somebody based on their race? No, it's morally, it's morally, it is morally, legally 
lawfully, ethically wrong. I want you to remember this, folks. How fast did it take her to say that? A, a half a second. Seconds? I mean, it half took second. me a little bit of time to come up with enough adjectives to describe it, but, but it's wrong it's on wrong. all levels. Would you all agree? Would everybody that's listening to us, would, and there's a bunch of you, would you all agree that it's wrong to discriminate against somebody based on race, sex, creed, nationality, anything? I don't care. If you do, just give me a thumbs up because I wanted to see how long it takes you all to answer. So a great friend to us and a great friend to you all that he comes on our show all the time, Dr. Sherwood. He's been on our show, Left, Right, and Center. Uh, we bring him on uh, to talk about especially medical stuff. Uh, he is a naturopath. He is a naturopathic doctor, so you're aware. Um, and he gives us a lot of great info and a lot of great stuff that will help you in your life so you feel better, not only about your mental well, not only about your physical well-being, but your mental well-being as well. And, and don't forget about your spiritual well-being. Absolutely. Because they've got the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, he and his wife. His wife is an allopathic doctor, so uh, he's the naturopath. She's more the traditional doctor. Between the two of them, they focus on your overall health because it's great to treat your physical body, but if you're not healthy mentally and you're not healthy spiritually, then you're not truly healthy. So... Go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Patriot Party and you're going to get his free ebook and you're going to save up to 10% on any order of the supplements that are he supplies there. Go there, check it out. Uh, Dr. Sherwood, again, he's a great friend to our show. He's been with us uh, for a long time now. We've brought him on. He's been on a bunch of our shows. Yeah, if you haven't listened Dr. to him Sherwood. speak, come on here. Listen to one of our old shows. You can listen to Dr. Sherwood. He will tell you all about the the, the stuff you're getting. You can also get uh, uh, DNA uh Genetic testing, Genetic testing. Yep, at his clinic yep. in Tulsa. And they do that all, they, it doesn't go to China. So you don't have to worry about your DNA going to China. You don't have to worry about anybody supporting Chinese Wuhan lab crap, lab leak crap. Just check it out. Dr. Sherwood dot, dot TV forward slash Patriot Party. And you're going to get his free ebook and you're going to save up to 10% on anything you get there. So folks go there today, give it a shot. Yeah. Okay. No. Good. No, no one. Everybody saying no. no. Yeah. So really quick, this is, this is a, mind you, this is a judge. This is a recommended judge going to the bench she, by Biden. She's already a she's judge. She's already a judge, but no, she's going to be, she's going she's to a federal, promoted. she's getting to a, she's going to a federal bench. Okay. For a lifetime appointment. And Ted Cruz is still trying to work his way back, I guess, into our good graces. Uh, yeah. Good luck on that, Ted. Don't think it's going to happen. But I mean, eventually you might wake up and then you might really see what the shit you're shoveling. So this lady here, Ted Cruz, decided to grill. And this is actually really good on his part. I'll yeah. give him I'll give him his props when it's due. And I do believe that he gets his props for this one because he really put the screws to this woman. And I loved it. And it was hysterical to listen to. And she makes the most. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it afterwards. This is just crazy. Okay, so why does the Constitution prohibit racial discrimination? Senator, no, I started at the right place. I, I think it's part of our constitution and this nation's history of aiming for equal justice and uh, treating people, regardless of any protected class status, equally and fairly. So, discriminating based on race violates, I think you just said, our constitution's history of aim aiming for justice. Is that a fair characterization? Senator, our case law, uh, if you're talking about race discrimination under the law, yes, pursuant to Supreme Court precedent, 
uh, race discrimination under the law is prohibited. So you and I are both graduates of the Harvard Law, law School. Uh, we were there at the same time. Um, I don't think we crossed paths. We did not. Um, as you know, our alma mater is currently before the Supreme Court for its longstanding practice of discriminating against Asian Americans. And many top universities across the country have vicious discrimination policies against Asian Americans. Uh, they are reminiscent of the quotas against Jews that we saw these same schools impose in the 1950s. These schools believe that Asian Americans have been too successful academically and that if they allow students to compete based on merit, they'd have too many Asian Americans. And accordingly, Harvard and Yale and a number of other top schools in this country explicitly and brazenly discriminate against Asian Americans. Does that practice concern you? Senator Cruz, as you know, the Supreme Court recently granted cert in the case to which I think you're referring. Yes. And therefore, pursuant again to Canon 3, I am. Okay, so you're going to. Okay, so one more time. Is racial discrimination a, a bad thing? I mean, is. is yes. Okay. Why it's, can't she just say that? I don't, I don't know. She cannot say it. No, she, she, she literally was like, can't. She was dancing around it. Well, according to Canon 3 of the Ibsta I mean, he, he literally repeated back to her what she said, and she couldn't even agree with it. She couldn't even agree with it. Yeah. It's her own words. Yeah. And she's like, well, according to the U.S. Constitution, this is what happens yep. when this fucking shit like this is going on between these people. And she doesn't seem like that bad of a person. Just say no. Racial discrimination is bad, but she almost makes the case the opposite way. She yep. almost makes the case that, no, sometimes we need racial discrimination. Was, she's like, well, I have to follow the Constitution because I'm a judge, but I don't really want to because I don't agree with it. And I'm not really sure of her nationality, not that it really matters. She looks Asian. But she does look Asian. Yeah. Okay. And what he brought up was our alma mater is go. we're getting basically sued right now yep. because we have been racially discriminating against Asians. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> they sound like there's sexual tension between Cruz and Chang. <laughs> God, you're such a racist, Jack. God. So anyway, she's sitting there saying, look, like the alma mater is they're going. Well, again, she can't even say, yeah, that's bad. No. She has to say, well, uh, well, according to the U.S. Supreme Court's decision and blah, 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 What the fuck are you talking about? Why doesn't people in Congress or in the Senate stand up and say, what the fuck are you talking about? Actually, a lot of times the senators are like, "I just just give me a yes or no answer. I'm asking you a yes or no question. Give me a yes or no answer. This is 100%. And they never do. This is 100% the reason I am not a United States senator. Because if she got up there and said that, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? That Literally, that's what you would hear from the Senate floor. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I do not understand a fucking word of what you're saying. You're sitting there going, blah, 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 blah. This is simple. You're either pregnant or you're not. There's no half pregnancies here. You either got a bun in the oven or you don't. It's real simple. Yep. Anyway, I, I just had to play that bit because I just found that absolutely fucking ridiculous. I could not believe she should automatic. She should pull her name out of the contention for being a federal court judge. She does not need to be a federal court judge, period, at all. No, she doesn't. And I actually have a really big story, but I kind of... I kind of want to hold on to it on, on Monday because I want to play it with uh, Mickey's movie, Afghanistan movie. 
Okay. So we might do a, a separate episode okay. on Monday um, with uh, with his Afghanistan movie to go along with this story. Okay. Because it's 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 kind of a big one. So we have a, a another source. Source is back in the news again. Go figure. Yep. Um, Soros decided to go on a little rant himself. I, I don't know if you can understand it. Uh, I think he needs to go get some more adrenochrome. He's really old. Uh, I'm really beginning to believe that um, he's on his last legs, if that's what you call it. I don't even know if they're legs anymore. I'm pretty sure the rest of them is built out of a robot and he rolls around the house. He's kind of like Professor Xavier. Depending on which timeline you like, he's kind of like pr Professor Xavier. Um, but he's got some he's got some real problems here because he, he's finally saying some shit that you don't... You, you would not expect out of Soros. Yeah, well, it's not that you wouldn't expect it out of Soros. It goes against what we have all in the conspiracy world thought for the longest time that China was a part of the new world order. Yep. This Maybe is not. a little weird. Maybe not. So, so I actually have an alternate theory for this, but we're going to let this play first, and then I'll tell you my theory. Xi Jinping has many tools available to reestablish confidence. The question is whether he will use them properly. In my opinion, the second quarter of 2022 will show whether he has succeeded. The current situation doesn't look promising for Xi. Closely related to real estate, China also has a serious demographic problem. The birth rate is much lower than the published figures indicate. Experts calculate that the actual population is about 130 million lower than the official figure of 1.4 billion. This is not widely known but it will aggravate the real estate crisis, produce labor shortages, fiscal strain, and the slowdown in the economy. Okay, so I'm not going to let you even. Really quick, though. one he, thing He mumbles almost as bad as Biden. One thing I want you to look at, does it not look like he's like a reptile wearing human skin? Yeah, no, he's he's totally a reptile. I mean, there's some. He looks like the boss on Monsters Inc. <laughs> Excellent. Tara. His mouth is like <laughs> his mouth is moving. It's like he can't move his skin with it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like he he's moving something underneath the lips. He looks like one of those fake dudes, like wearing one of the masks, and the mouth isn't actually moving because the actually, mouth is he, he articulates kind of like my grandma used to before she put her dentures in in the morning. Well, except dying, he's on that mission to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jack. Yes, Jack. <laughs> so anyway, first of all, what, what he said, let me get to my theory real quick and yeah. we'll get, we'll breeze through this one. Cause it's just a theory. Like you said, I don't really have any evidence to support this, but this is a theory. What if, and I'm just spitballing here. So what if China broke away from the new world order or whatever you want to call it some time ago? What if they saw what the new world order was doing? What if they knew what the new world order was going to do? Well, yeah, because China has always wanted to reign supreme. China's always wanted to rule the world. They want to be number one. What they do, they do. If but they can see the new world order, then they will not be number one. The oh, new world order will be running shit. Come out, come out, come out. You're, you're going a little fast. You're on the right track, but you're going a little fast. Okay. You have to think about this the right way, though. What does China want to do, but they don't want to do at the same time? 
What? what has China always wanted to do, but they don't want to do at the same time? Rule everything. They always want to rule shit. They always want to be El Numero Uno. They want to be the guy on the ground. They want to be Johnny on the spot. They want to be the dude standing there with the fucking ammo. They want to tell us what to do, but they don't want responsibility. Exactly. Why not? Because they know if they get into a prolonged fight with us, although they may have numbers, they know that we also have technology. I don't know. According to Soros, they don't have the numbers that they claim. Or they're claiming to have. Correct. According to Soros. So this provides kind of a backdrop for each other because one is saying we're a million strong in China. The other saying, eh, yeah, not, not, so not, not so much. Okay. So what better way, if they knew what the new world order plan was, right? Yeah. What better way to do it than to take us down and Russia down or better yet, do what we just saw in the propaganda that was just given to us by NBC Okay, because if you did not watch the opening ceremonies, folks, you missed for you. propaganda fucking central. Yeah, you didn't want because watch you know it. what you saw. It. You saw Xi Jinping With and Putin. Vlad Putin standing there just like Best that. Friends. One massage in the other one. Yep. And then the other one going, look, no thumbs. That's what you saw. Yeah. And either Xi Jinping was behind Vladimir Putin or Putin was behind Ping, whatever. It don't matter. But one of them was going, look, no thumbs. I got my thumbs right here. Well, what's that poking me in the butt? Well, it ain't my thumb, obviously. So long story short, think about this. If you team up with Russia and then you guys already know what the plan is for the new world order. And instead of abiding by the new world order, now you let the new world order do what it needs to do to the West and all the countries in the West. And then the West starts tearing itself up. And when we're at a weakest point, you launch, you launch a joint strike against both all the countries involved. And you take out the new world order all at the same time. What did Russia just do with their money? Well, they went back to gold. They, they pulled, went back to they the gold standard. out of yes. the Federal Reserve. And they went back to the gold standard. Which, as Clay says, isn't federal and there is no reserve. Interesting. How does mm -hmm. he know that? Uh, because it's on his script. Um, so, well, speaking of money, before we get to before we get to COVID and the jabs, let's talk about some, let's talk about money. So, you know, we all like money. Uh Again, from USA Today. Yeah, follow the white Haskell rabbit, at least, to Soros' nice tangerine. <laughs> That's gross. I mean, on so many different levels. I've got my happy sock, too, Jack. Okay. Is that what you keep leaving on the door? No, because it's crusty. Right. It's gross. Okay. Wouldn't leave that on the door. All right. Uh, sound the alarm. The national debt hits $30 trillion as economists warn of impact for Americans. So tell me something. Why is that so important? $30 trillion. Why is that so important? Because Why is that amount of money so important? Well, how much of it do we owe to China? No. Hmm. What's our gross to national domestic product? Uh, $28.7 is technically yeah. what we're supposed to take in per year. Yeah. Now we are our debt is gone above what our gross national product is. Yep. So the national debt surpassed $30 trillion for the first time on Tuesday, fueled in part by the coronavirus pandemic and what economists describe as years of unsustainable government spending that could have long-term consequences for every American. Exactly what we've been screaming about for years. No, 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 don't, don't get me wrong, folks. Uh, Trump, 
is part of that. Oh yeah, no, he Trump, spent he spent he as spent much, money if in not there. more than than all the other presidents. No, 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 he was not that bad, but he was pretty bad. Well, I didn't I didn't approve of the money he spent. However, well, hold on. So he spent more on paper, but the difference was that he raised the level of the economy to compensate for more than any previous president had. Correct. But the point is, is that now we're spending 30, 30, I just can't even fucking the actual debt is 23 and a half trillion that we owe in debt to creditors. Yep. Okay. And then another 6.5 trillion to itself. How does the federal government owe money to itself? How do you borrow money from yourself? That's okay. You really think those hammers cost you $40 million every time you no, I mean, I remember, you know, when we were really, really broke, not that long ago, we used to play the shell game. Like we'd wait, you know, the deposit was hitting this account on this day. So I'd write a check out of that account and deposit it into there, knowing that it would go in to clear the next day. So I'd technically borrow money from myself, it's robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yep. Right. We played that shell game a couple of times. Um, I don't think the federal government is getting paid six and a half trillion dollars tomorrow to cover that debt to itself. You would think it, it would clear its own debt, you know? I'm I'm just saying, you know? Unless, unless it's taxpayer money. That I, I was just about to go there because someone came up with a really good idea that I've actually been touting for quite some time now, right? Don't pay taxes. And I'm not saying don't file, although I am kind of saying don't file. I am saying for right now, go in, and, and change your, your W-9, just change it so that you pay no taxes right now. Not to say you're not gonna pay your taxes at the end of the year, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I'm saying right now, go go to your HR, go online, what do you have to do? Change your W-9 so that the federal government is not getting weekly money out of your paycheck. Cause they're gonna be broke as fuck really quick and things are gonna change really quick. But they do. They're going to get it anyway. No, you can set up your paycheck. You can so that set they up your don't paycheck. Take any money so out FICA, of it. Medicare, all of that crap. You can set it up so that your FICA, Medicare, and all that other crap that comes out of uh, your paycheck. No, FICA and Medicare come have to come out. That's that's different. Like payroll insurance that has to come out. That's different because those are s- supposedly allocated to certain departments that doesn't go into the federal tax revenue to pay this debt. So what it would also mean is you would have to be fiscally responsible enough to take that money, stick it back into like another account. Set it aside so that you can pay your taxes at the end of the 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 year. Yeah. But everybody, if every, yeah, you're right. If everybody set that up all at once and we all like had a deadline date that we all did it. Yeah. That would put a hurting on the old federal government. Oh yeah. Pretty quick, fast and a hurting. Yeah. Pert near quick, fast and a hurry. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, that actually would be. Yeah, I think so too. I think you would shut down a whole yeah. whole branches of the government yeah. because they count on that money coming in on a monthly basis. They if sure every do. American went and changed their W-9 to pay no federal taxes until the end of the year. Yep. Unfortunately, there's so many stupid people out there that they would end up spending it and then they would sue us and say, well, it was all your fault because you told me to do it. I mean, they're, they're at the end of the day, you know, we, we don't give 
financial or monetary advice. Certainly don't take financial or monetary advice. We're just conspiracy theorists. Yeah, we're crazy kooks. <laughs> we're crazy kooks. So here's another conspiracy theory for you, since we're on a conspiracy theory roll right now. Okay. So um, the job report numbers came out yesterday. Oh my God. All right? How depressing is that? That well, should want, I, I was hoping to see like nothing but like a picture and two feet over a podium, well, like in the White ho House, hold on, hold swaying on. back and forth. So hoping that Biden just like took his own life. Well, the, but here's where my conspiracy theory comes in. So what you're thinking of is what came out on Wednesday, which was the ADP numbers. Correct. Right? So ADP, which is the basically payroll processing for probably 75% of the private Country. companies, yeah. right? Um, so they released their own payroll numbers. This is not the federal government's job report. This is ADP's private payroll numbers. Yep. And they said that private payrolls fell by 301,000 jobs in January. 301,000. Okay. Well, if you think about it, the, the holiday rush is over. Yeah. Holiday rush is over. All of those jobs went away. So yep. you're, you're. So then, and part of it was hospitality and um, tourism, and, yeah, travel, tourism. Blah, blah, and blah. then a good part of it was transportation mm -hmm. and a good part of it was healthcare. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's all from mandates right there. Mm -hmm. Right. Laying off people because of vaccines, this, that, and the other. Well, then the, the federal government job report came out yesterday. CBO numbers the CBO numbers, and it came in at 467,000. Hmm. They're saying we added almost a half a million jobs in January. Yeah, that's bullshit. So ADP says that we lost 301,000 jobs. So that What's that aggregate? That's like, what, 200,000 some odd jobs? No, no. That, in between the two? Yeah. Yeah, there's 200,000 jobs in between the two. So hold on. So hear me out. Yeah. So... That would mean that 25% of the country would have had to add three quarters of a million jobs. Okay. I'm just going to speak in one month. What I know, and I, I'm not saying I know anything about this because yeah. I don't, but what I do know is uh, one of the companies uh, that we do work for in this area, um, we were just down at this place the other day. And this is a huge, like, uh, store chain, gigantic store chain. And one of the, one of their main distribution facilities is down there. Um, they laid off in the last three weeks, 60% of their workforce. Yeah. Not because of vaccines, not because of anything else, um, other than they don't have the business anymore right now to keep them employed. They, they're not doing the business. They're not moving the product to keep them employed. They laid off 60%. Because you have to understand, this is a warehouse area. They had probably close to 900 people working in this place, and they laid off 60% of 900 people. Yep. So that drops it to what? Well, shit, let's just even it off at a grand. I that mean, leaves 40% of the people. Let's just say that there was yeah. a thousand people working there. That's 40%. So you have 40 people, you have 40 of the 400, 400 people still working there. Yeah. I was mm. going to say they laid off about um, That's a 400 lot people. of people. So, okay. So it, that it just didn't make sense to me how on Wednesday ADP could say we lost 301,000 jobs. And on Friday, the federal government could come out and say we gained 467,000 jobs. Yep. But zero hedge. I, I turned to Zero Hedge for the answer because they are... So what did Zero Hedge say? Usually very good about this. So, um, and this is a little complicated, so I'm going to try and work my way through it here. All right. For those who only look at the headlines, today's payroll report was a veritable shock. Coming in at 467,000, it was almost four times the consensus median expectation of 125,000 and was orders of magnitude above Goldman's forecast of minus 250,000. Okay. Correct. 
Putting the stunning three sigma beat in context, it came above all 78 estimates and was more than double the highest forecast of 225,000 from HSBC. Even more ludicrous were historical adjustments, which saw December increased from 199,000 to 510,000, November from 249,000 to 647,000, and so on. How do you go back into a historical increase? Uh, you go back and say, oh, oh, we were wrong. Actually, 300,000 more jobs were added in December and 400,000 more jobs were added in November. That, that, uh, no, that's bullshit. Mm. Okay. So how is that possible? After all, even CNBC, while interviewing Labor Secretary Marty Walsh, couldn't believe the BLS data, prompting the secretary to repeat on many occasions that the numbers are credible and he stands behind them. And of course he will. After all, taken at face value, the numbers signal a resilient labor market and demand for workers despite Omicron's hit. The gains were broad-based, spanning retail, hospitality, transportation, and warehousing, business services, and others. Interesting. The gains were broad-based. Just tell the story about warehousing. Mm. And retail. You you don't gain retail jobs right after the Christmas season, especially in a down down. It that's a downtrend does market. Does not happen. Yeah. Yeah. I worked in retail for a decade. Trust me, you lay everybody off in January. Same thing in hospitality. To be I worked I worked in hospitality for a decade as well. I'm a lot older than I look. Um, you lay you anybody that can get laid off gets laid off in January and February in hospitality. So I'm, I'm calling bullshit on that. All right. Uh, in short, contrary to data from even the Atlanta Fed, whose GDP now shows Q1 GDP rising just 0.1%, the later da data indicated indicates an economy firing on all cylinders and growing strong. But is that true? Well, here's what happened. First, looking at just the December to January change, we find that while the seasonally adjusted number rose by an impressive 467,000, the unadjusted number collapsed, tumbling from 150.349 million to 147.525 million, a 2.8 million drop, as it tends to do every time the year shifts from December to January. Well, we, that's because we lay off all of our exactly. seasonal employees. Meaning that the entire delta in the January number, somewhere in the three plus million range, is due to arbitrary adjustments overlaid on top of the data. So basically, they made that shit up, right? They saw the, 300, the minus 300,000 come through in, on Wednesday from ADP. They freaked the fuck out. They were like, there is absolutely no way we can put these numbers out. And they padded the data. They played with it like they do all the data. They By made the way, that shit up. Exactly. So they made that shit up. All right, no, no, hold on, hold on. Understand that this is like, do you, you do realize what this means, right? Hmm. Because this would be just another stunning failure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For Biden. That's why they had to make this up. So <clears throat> how do we make it look better? Well, we just had a bunch of jobs and now it's not a failure anymore. Exactly. So what are they doing? They're wishing away their problems. This is how Democrats get rid of their problems. Yep. <clears throat> when they know they're they're dying, they're floundering, they're trying to keep their heads above the water. They're they're getting hit with another wave right now. And the way they they oh well the wave's not that deep. 
But you know what else they did? This is really interesting. Here's how they manipulated the data. This is hysterical. The plot thickens. And indeed, one thing that analysts apparently forgot when they were submitting their forecast for January's payrolls is that this is the month when the BLS adjusts data for the past 10 years as part of its population estimates revisions, which impact both the household and more important, establishment surveys. I did not realize that they pulled job data statistically, not actual hard numbers. No, I'm pretty sure the CBO. They pull. Pulls they pull statistics. Numbers, yeah. No, well, not if they can revise it based on population estimates. Well, well, oh, 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 oh. What you don't understand is all the illegals that just came in the country. So now they've got to add them to the rolls. They have to add them, or they have to take them out, depending on how they want to manipulate Correct. the data. Yes. In summary, what these revisions did was to revise 2017 job growth lower by. 61,000, 2018 lower by 26,000, 2019 revised lower by 43,000, while 2020 was revised higher by 124,000, and 2021 was also revised up 217,000, okay? So they lowered the job numbers in the years that Trump was president, and they bumped them up in the years that since Biden's come into office. That's your dog. That is my dog. Um, so focusing on 2021, we found something curious. The stunning print from the summer, which saw June and July print at or over a million, have been slashed by almost 50%. Remember when we had those big job numbers in, yeah. in the summer and we were like, holy shit. Nope, that wasn't true. Uh, at the expense of the most recent months, such that October added 29,000, November added 398,000, and December added 311,000 jobs to what was the original print only as a result of the seasonal adjustments. Said otherwise, March to July was revised lower by 1,061,000 jobs, while August to December was revised up by 817,000 jobs. So they took the jobs from the summer and they moved them to now because otherwise Biden's poll numbers would go down at the same rate as the job numbers. I think his poll numbers have already gone down. I don't think he can come back from that. They made this shit up. Uh, yeah, well, okay. So that was a long way of saying they made it up. So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is, is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And uh, we found uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was Cultural Life 1972. Cultural Life 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death, folks. So uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life. Their money, uh, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life and they support um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col 
1972.com. You can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get go. Uh, we told her that we would support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, it's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, Okay, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This 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 is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you. And uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's, uh, that's another really important thing these days. So, folks, again, culturealife1972.com. Use promo code PATRIOTPARTY, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right? Thank you. Great. So we were already talking about the Olympics. So I'm going to bring the Olympics back into it or better yet. Uh, I, I would just like to call it the clackers. I, would you stop? <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Why do you do that? <laughs> Shut up. The Olympics, obviously, like I said, the opening ceremonies was nothing but a huge, I mean, if you want to know what communist run media state sponsored propaganda looks like, all you had to do was watch that you would have seen it <clears throat> now mind you i didn't watch the whole thing i went through the 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 mountain i went through the tops i got the tops of everything because i thought it was really weird really interesting to see some of the shit i did see which is how great china is they even had a, a olympian who was a, a torchbearer um was a uyghur yeah a uyghur a, muslim a uyghur muslim yeah before the dog chews a hole through the oh, door Jesus do you think Christ. you can go get her so <clears throat> clackers came out clackers had something to add and uh Let's just see what old Clackers had because Clackers is crazy. As I say, as I wish the athletes well, I do not encourage them to speak out against the Chinese government there because I fear for their safety if they do. As I say, as I wish the athletes well. I, I, I don't know about you all, but uh, Clackers obviously is only on her second fifth of vodka today. Um, <clears throat> but she did have, uh, she had a message for him. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the one that everybody wanted to hear, but don't speak out. Yeah, don't piss him off. Hmm. Don't piss him off or it might happen to you what, what's going to happen to this next chick that we're going to play. Yeah. So that's just, uh, that's really disturbing to hear old Clackers. This is the head of the house. Yeah. Just saying, clackers, not good for you, girl. No. So this is what's really going on over there in the states sponsored propaganda reports. Yes. Uh, that this you're not a, hearing I think about. She's Dutch. I'm not. I think she's Dutch too. Yeah. Judging by their uniform color. Yeah. Hey everybody. Um, some of you have read the good news that I was uh, sent out of the isolation facility. We thought. This meant I was allowed to return to the Olympic Village and will be treated maximum as a close contact. Um, on the way to the village, uh, we did not turn to the village, but the ambulance went to another facility where I am now. I am supposed, my NOC got surprised by this decision as well. I'm supposed to stay here 
for um, another seven days with two PCRs a day and no contact with anybody else. I am allowed to slide alone. I am, we are not even sure I will ever be allowed to return to the village. And obviously this is very hard for me. So I ask you all to give me some time to consider my next steps because I'm not sure I can handle 14 more days and the Olympic competition while being in this isolation. Thank you. Uh, that's that's just sad. It, it really is. You know, what people don't realize is that although so many of those sports are individual sports, it's still a team event, right? Yeah. You practice with your team. You're with your team basically at the Olympic level, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Uh, they are they are your support. They are your I mean, they're your everything. They're your friends. They're your they're, they're like your your parents, your brothers and sisters. I mean, they are 100 percent your support group. And there is so much pressure to compete at that level. Yep. The best way to win the Olympics is to isolate the best members of all of the other teams because yep. they are not going to win if they're in isolation. So this goes back into the silent Olympics, the epic news. Uh, epic Times did a big piece on this the silent olympics beijing re restricts free speech um this is really odd about this this yeah she was from the netherlands and uh after her video got out um they took all the internet capabilities out of the isolation facilities so there are no more internet you can't make a phone call you can't record a video you can't do anything you can't tell the world how china is treating you <clears throat> so in addition to being subjected to constant surveillance attendees of the winter olympics have also been warned by the chinese regime not to speak about any sensitive top topics such as human rights issues how did we get to this point and be granted hosting rights to a nation where you can't even use your phone uh said owen slot chief sports writer for the uh, times of london the uh, on the issue of the Olympic Games. The decision by allowing Beijing to host the 2022 Winter Olympics has been extremely controversial given the Chinese regime's human rights abuses, including genocide of the Uyghur Muslims, uh, cultural genocide in Tibet, and the militaristic overtones towards Taiwan. An additional cause for concern is the fate of the tennis star uh, Peng Shui, who disappeared shortly after her former uh, vice premier, Zhang Goli, of, uh, accused him of sexual assault. Chinese authorities have cautioned athletes against discussing controversial subjects during the games. Yang Xiao, a deputy director for the General of Beijing 2022 International Relations Department, said violators would face certain punishment in China. Yang's statement, however, may not be in line with the rules of the political or religious speech in the Olympic Charter. Before the Summer Games in Tokyo, the International Olympic Committee erased the Olympic Charter's Rule 50, allowing athletes greater freedom to express political views in news conferences. Yang said that the athletes could be punished not only violating IOC rules, but also if the athletes violated China's rules, which are considerably more restrictive, which raises the question, of how much right has the host country in controlling the statements made of the Olympic athletes. Censorship is only one component of the CCP's extreme regimen of social control. The U.S. Department of State warned that travelers to Beijing may have their hotel rooms and possess possessions searched without their permission. Reporters uncovering the, Olympic uncovering the Olympics are required to download health monitoring app that can gather personal information and thus will bring throwaway burner phones to prevent their data from being hacked. <clears throat> 
So, and not, not <clears throat> only, not only would their hotel rooms and belongings be searched, but probably bugged and oh, absolutely. surveilled absolutely. All, all the time. So not only can you not speak out against China in public, but you also can't speak out against them in private. With at least 127 journalists currently detained in China, the country ranks 177 out of 180 in 2021 in the World Press Freedom Index, compiled by reporters without borders. In spite of the CCP censorship, the RSF has continued reporting guidelines, urge journalists not to be Beijing-friendly terms that do not accurately uh, depict uncomfortable realities rather than saying the fight against terrorism. RSF suggests saying the represent rep, uh, rep, uh, I can't even reparation repression. Of, or repression of Xinjiang. Similarly, the Tiananmen events shouldn't, couldn't, could be referred to as the T Tiananmen massacre, according to RFI. In addition to social, uh, some news media giving Olympic passes, the games have also been facing a diplomatic boycott from countries such as Australia, uh, Austria, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, Estonia, Japan, Latvia, Lithuania, Netherlands, New Zealand, Scotland, Sweden, and the United Kingdom. Of course, we're not on that list. No. Because we... And and weren't we supposed to be doing a diplomatic boycott? Like uh, we were, originally. yeah. But but that no, uh, too many entitled people at the State Department decided they wanted to go to the Olympics and they didn't give a shit about the politics, yeah, or the had, optics of it. So had absolutely had absolutely nothing to do with um had nothing to do with the fact that you know Olympic Olympians or their families were going to travel to Beijing. Mm -hmm. No, these were State Department employees yeah. who wanted to go to Beijing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What does that say about our government? I yeah. wonder. After the government said that no one from the State Department would be going, like 40 people put out visas. So. Yeah. And who are they for? Why are we over there? How the hell is this wor world okay with having them host the Olympics? That's that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what we're saying, Jack. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Uh, Fuckeringu, she's a traitor. You don't know her. Look her up. Which one's that one, Jack? Is that the Eileen chick? Eileen Gu? Irene. Irene Gu. Okay. Irene Goo. Hold on. I think there's something funny about that. Irene Goo? No. Fuck Irene Goo? <laughs> no. Irene Goo? I, I don't think so. Fuck Irene Goo? No. No. I think her name is actually Irene Goo, but it's probably I-R-E-N-E. Who? Irene Goo. I'll look her up. Anyway. Is that the same chick that was just on, that we just had on? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think that's who that is. I thought that was, she was from the Netherlands because she's definitely wearing a Netherlands jacket. Um, that's not the one that was crying, was it? No. It was kind of funny though, because I thought I saw some boogers like fall out of her nose, and then she sniffed them back up. It's kind of funny. No idea. Um. All right. No so, idea. in the last podcast, you yelled at me because um, well, you didn't really yell actually, uh, because I there was a video I wanted to play and I hadn't pulled it up uh, about the I thought I had had it and I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't with, yell at you. I just the, said. With the go cop. figure, you brought all that. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. With with the cop that uh, was yep. like was like, there's nothing going on. Well, here's yep. that here's that video. So right, so we'll because the truckers it. are still going strong in Canada. They are. Uh, in case you guys don't know, they've been up there for weeks, um, like two weeks now. And uh, she's hold on, she's an American skiing for Team China. Oh yes, I remember that. So yeah, she she flipped at the last minute. She was supposed to ski for America, and she flipped over to ski for Team China. I call her Irene. Really? Yeah. I didn't. I, I've yeah. heard, see. This is how much I have not been following. Normally, I would know who this is. Yeah. Normally, I'd know all about the Olympics, folks. I I am dead serious. I have I watched 
uh, a condensed version of the opening ceremonies. I have watched no sports. I've watched none of it. I have watched. I told and you I all I was not, not going to watch it. it because I think this is all bullshit. Yep. I think this whole thing is to fucking pad China's ass and to show that Joe Biden is bending the knee to China and makes us look weak as a country. And we should not be fucking doing this. Yeah. And we so should is, be going so out is, there saying, fuck you. No, China piss off. But we're not. Yeah. So so is Irene. Q. She's. Apparently, Irene Goose is she's all right. I, I didn't know. Well, that she I, did, I saw hey, it, I saw a story about her on the news this morning. So yeah, this, I, I heard about that. I, I think what should happen with her then is uh, when she, she turns around to come back to the United States, we nope. should say nope, nope. Uh, we've revoked your passport. Yeah. You have a nice life. Yeah, enjoy. Go back to China. You're obviously a paid CCP agent. Anyway. Obviously. Yep. She probably is too. Yeah, That's honest, a scary honestly, part. Yeah. Absolutely. She probably is. I mean, we all know they've got connections everywhere. The only way that you can leave China, if you're born in China, the only way you can leave China is to swear loyalty to the CCP. Just that, saying. That's literally it. If you come over here on a student visa, you're going to university, you have to swear loyalty to the CCP. I hope period. The, I hope she likes it over there. I yeah. really do. Yeah. Uh, she better do well. I hope she gets anal swab tested for COVID. They they started that up again yeah, too. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But so no. just think you're 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 an athlete. You're an Olympic athlete. Yep. And every morning you get up and you go down to the out, out of the Olympic village, you gotta bend over and some dude's gonna stick something up your butt. Yeah, uh, I it's exit only, pal. Nope, I'll, I'll do the I nose was, thing. I, mean, I was gonna say some of those guys might actually be okay with yeah. it. <laughs> it's not the Summer Olympics. <laughs> I was thinking more like the figure skaters. <laughs> right. Blade to glory, anybody? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just saying. So this is okay. the video that you wanted to play last so, week. Yeah. So this is um, you know how they're they're talking yeah, about yeah, these yeah. Let's, violent. Uh, let's let him horrible protests. Let's let's talk. Let him talk. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm down here with a police officer in Ottawa. How are you doing today? Doing great. How's it been down here? Uh, nothing but good. People are super good. The truckers have been uh, having a good time. They've been getting their point across. And, you know what? It's a beautiful city that we're in, and uh, they can't ignore all of this. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Uh, I, wanna, I was hoping you got the one that uh, Justin had got the other day. The guy's like, I haven't fucking slept no. in five days. No. I, oh my I god! Didn't, I didn't that was that so I did funny. See, I, I've seen that. I, I think everyone's seen that, though. So. That is so funny. Yes. All oh right. man, that is. It, it had me cracking up. That fucking that that chick. You know that dude. I didn't slept five fucking days because you guys keep beeping your horn. That shit had me rolling. I was laughing so hard. Anyway, okay. uh, moving right along. And it goes right into the next one because uh, here's uh, when you read about her, you've got it. And get, get this. this: she's endorsed by big groups like Beats and Victoria's Secret. Really? Anybody figure out exactly what Victoria's Secret is? Because uh, she's a tranny. Um, I, I wonder what the secret is. She's is, a tranny. Is it underneath? She's got a. She's got she's junk. A, she's a tranny. Sorry, I don't mean to be keep cutting in, but there's definitely lag time between me. No worries, Jack. Yeah, no, there's not lag time. It's just I'm jumping back and forth between two different screens. Yeah. it's my fault. It's not yours, Jack. Yeah, it's completely my fault. My wife says I never take enough fault for anything, so That's I had true. to take fault. And he's so. completely incapable of multitasking. So, so uh, Premier Scott Moe in the Saskatchewan. This is the one that I got angry with you about because you didn't have this one and this one. And now I have. This and guess one. what? Um, I was right. Huh? Uh, in the Prime Minister's stead. Yeah. Uh, he's the guy that's running the country right now. Saskatchewan. Yes. Okay, well, Trudeau says he's working virtually from home while he's recovering from COVID. He's not in the country. I know he's not, but that's he's not telling the according people. According to Canadian, according to the Canadian Constitution or whatever they got up yeah. there, the 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 um the Magna Carta, he is technically right now 
the acting prime minister and Trudeau's absence. Okay. Well, the Ottawa police apparently put out a request for everyone to stop calling 911 and asking where Justin Trudeau is. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's it. I'm calling John Walsh. He'll go look for kids. He loves the kids. We're going to send John Walsh out looking for him. Uh, your fun Trudeau conspiracy picks. Uh, the, the, the many faces of Trudeau, is that what you're talking about? Um, he, he plays the actor from like, you know, he, he, he's, he can literally dress in everything, including blackface. And not get canceled for it. Yeah. So anyway, so this is what there was the, a meme going around that he fled Ottawa in blackface. So this is a <laughs> Saskatchewan premier who's currently right now the acting prime minister of Canada. Um, and this is what he had to say. Hey everyone, there's been a lot of discussion lately about whether it's time for us in Saskatchewan to look at ending all of the remaining COVID measures and restrictions that we have in place. Well, I think it is time. That's what I am hearing. That's what our MLAs are hearing from most of their constituents. Now that's not because COVID has ended. It most certainly hasn't. It's because people understand it better. They understand what they need to do. They understand the risk and they are prepared to live with that risk more than they are prepared to live with the ongoing government intrusion into their lives. Remember when this first started so very long ago? Government measures were supposed to last, I think, two weeks. Well, it's been two years. Two years of some of the most challenging times for this province and, quite frankly, some of the most challenging times that this world has seen. But as we move through all of those challenges, we learn more about this virus and we learn more about how we can protect ourselves. We learn to assess our risks and we learn to make the right choices for ourselves and our families. The tools we could use have also evolved over that period of time. Vaccines, antiviral treatments are now available. Testing options have become widely available. So that brings us to today. It's time for us to have an honest conversation about COVID and our path forward. What I'm about to say will sound radical to some and some quite frankly aren't going to like it. But eradicating COVID is not realistic and COVID zero is not achievable. But normalizing COVID or living with COVID most certainly is. I'm concerned that COVID being the constant topic of conversation and Dictating our daily lives will have a negative long-term impact on each of us in this province. And calls for daily government intrusion into people's lives, skepticism regarding anything remotely positive that is related to COVID. This perpetual state of crisis is having a harmful impact on everyone. For example, I heard this recently. I did everything right and I still got COVID. Well, COVID is a virus. It's a highly transmissible virus that many people are contracting. In its current form, both vaccinated and unvaccinated people are getting it. And they're All right, I'm going to stop this guy right here because he's about as fucking interesting as watching linoleum curl. And Either way. Yet he has, he's saying the right things. No, he's not. No, he's not. Because he's about to give you an excuse as to why COVID is so transmissible. Guess what, folks? I, I finally, I thought I'd never hear it. What? Fucking heard it this week. What's that? Guess what? What? Dan Bongino has COVID again. What? Second time in eight days. So he never got rid of it the first time? No. He's got Omicron now. So he had Delta. He had Delta. He now he has Omicron. Because Omicron. He literally just got over Delta and he just got Omicron. He tested positive. For, and you know what he said? He said, folks, he said, you know, I, I get a lot of email. I read all my email. 
He started, this is how he started off his radio show the other day. He said, I, I get a lot of email. I read all my email telling me that I'm an effing idiot and that I'm a moron for going out and getting the vaccine. Um, well, first of all, that was a decision between me and my doctor. And at the time I had lymphoma of the blood, which is really, really fucking bad. It's extremely dangerous, especially if you're fighting that. And oh, by the way, now you also have to fight COVID. Why? That, there, that would be a reason why he should not get the vaccine because it is a, anyway. There's a good chance that, you know, if you get that and if there is any potential, potential good stuff in the vaccine that actually prevents COVID, which now he's, hold on, just slow your fucking roll and shut up. Did you listen to it? No, you didn't. I did. So what his point was is like, look, I had lymphoma of the blood. It was a decision between me and my doctor. We thought it was the best course of action. Now, obviously I'm being proven wrong. I got both vaccines. I will not be getting a fucking booster. You can kiss my katoos concerning boosters because he didn't swear. But he said, he said the most obvious. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? If it's such a good vaccine, why doesn't it work? Why did I get, not only did I get Delta, but now I've got Omicron. Where is, you argue with these people and he was going off about this, folks. He was literally spouting everything we've said from the get-go about this, you do not get any added protection from this vaccine from either Omicron or Delta or any of the other versions. It doesn't matter. It does not protect you. They were touting 90 something percent. I'm asking the first question about all of this, that I think every Senator, every Congressperson on the fucking Hill right now should ask Pfizer, Moderna and fucking Johnson and Johnson. You said not more than what, six months, seven months ago, you were touting that the vaccine success rate was 90 something percent effective against COVID. Why isn't it 90%? Because that wasn't the actual effective rate. I'm serious. Why wasn't it 90%? Yeah, it never was. It's just not effective. It does not do anything. No, this, no, that's not true. It does do something, just not what they told you it was doing. Exactly. But my point, my point is, is he's even saying it now. It's being said now. It's getting out. I, I, it's like I saw all of a sudden the light bulbs went off and everybody's heads. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. People are waking up. They're going. Wait a minute. Why are so many people being affected? Do you realize that right now the UK put out a study last week? Uh, it was made official here in the U.S., but of course, it's not being carried by any of the major news sources, nor is it being carried by any single one of the medical literature out there, like the New England Journal of Medicine or JAMA or anything else, because God forbid they print it, because if they print it, they're going to get canceled too. This study said that over 87% of the people in hospitals in England right now that have COVID are fully vaccinated. That includes the booster. England is not holding back. They're saying, look, this does not work. They're going to be the first westernized country. I put mark my words. What's today's date? Uh, remember the, the date, folks. February 5th, 2022. 2022 at just after 1130. 1130. I'm saying it right now. England's going to be the first country to take all their vaccines and throw them in the ocean as if it were the great Boston. Oh no, that was Boston tea party. I'm sorry. This will be the great London vaccine party. That's what they're going to call it. Okay. 
I'm, I'm calling it right now. They're going to be know. the first Western country to do that. I don't think they're going to do it in London. I think they're going to throw them off the cliffs of Dover and hope that they make it that, to Calais. <laughs> that is a, that is actually a possibility. <laughs> Hopes to make it where? Calais. The other side of the strait. You you leave from the cliffs of Dover and you take a ferry over to Calais. Yeah, to, but why would it go to France? Because they hate, the British hate the French. Oh, this is, eh, I think that's a long time. <laughs> I think they hate the Irish more. I think they'd try to throw it to the Irish, but nah. you know, they would go off the cliff. No. They wouldn't go to the cliffs of Dover for that, though. You would go to the other side. You'd have to go down to uh, the Wales, the cliffs of, uh, the white, no. white walls of Wales. Is it the white walls of Wales? Yes, it's the white walls of Wales. Cliffs Dover. of Dover point towards Ireland, you fucking jackass. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I remember oh, there are big white cliffs. I was young. I was like eight. Okay, give me a fucking break. It's the white white walls of Wales. All right. Anyway, either way, my my, my point is very simple. I think the English are going to be the first westernized. And don't get me wrong. I know Japan already did it. I know they did. Yeah. I'm not talking. They're the first Far East country. I'm talking westernized. I'm talking like the first one, European, uh, U.S., Canada, Um I'd be impressed if Canada did it, but Canada is doing so much. This truckers convoy, you have no idea what it's doing for us, for our, for our people. Canada the, might just, the, we used to look at Canada and say, well, that's the, our stepbrothers up North. Yeah. It's the redheaded stepchild. We are now looking at Canada going, wow, they actually found their balls. Yeah. Huh? Maybe we need to wake the fuck up. Yeah. At the end of a hockey stick. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, hockey is still the bad, badass game. It, I don't give is. a shit what no, anybody it, says. It absolutely It's is. the only place where somebody's actually been murdered on the ice. It, nobody's been murdered on a football field yet. Hockey, somebody was actually murdered. Dude stepped on another dude's throat with an ice skate. Fucking cut his throat. That's badass. You can't do that anywhere else. That, that kind of is. But my point is this. That I think that Canada has woken up so much of America. You don't realize. People do not realize how. You, you ask me, well, how do you know that? First of all, one of the biggest stories that broke in the last week was that the Canadian Freedom Convoy GoFundMe account is now under review by GoFundMe for over $10 million. They have $10,121,100 in their account. Yeah. So GoFundMe, they cannot access it anymore. Yeah. GoFundMe said they were going to take all this money and they were going to donate it to charities of their choice. Um, and people freaked out. And so then GoFundMe was, unless if, Unless you requested a refund, they were going to donate the money to charity and people freaked out. And so then GoFundMe said they were going to make their refund process easier. So they're just going to automatically refund everybody now. Okay. Um, so here's, here's what's going around with this now. So did you know, rather than requesting a refund, if you institute a chargeback with your credit card company, GoFundMe has to pay an additional $15 for every chargeback they receive. I say, go ahead, everybody start asking charge for that chargeback. Back. And the reason charge you back. want that chargeback is because you're going to break, you're going to break GoFundMe. Yeah, exactly. And that's what has to happen. Yes. I'm sorry. You go woke, you go broke. I think Donald so, Trump said it best. Go woke, go broke. And GoFundMe use their justification as they said, it's no longer a protest. It's now an occupation. Okay. It's an occupation of Ottawa. What was the other occupation that we heard about last year? Or specifically in 2020, actually. Oh, you you mean Chaz, Chaz, Chop, Chop the Chaz Chop whatever, zone right? in Washington. Wasn't oh, I that thought, an occupation? I thought. Well, no, they they said that was peace, love, and joy. Yeah, it was an occupation, and go. No, Fund it me. was peace, love, and okay, joy. Okay, GoFundMe still has an active account for them. Okay, but they also have it for BLM in Minneapolis. Exactly, and, and for the guys in the people were murdered Antifa. in Chop. No yeah. one's been murdered in in Ottawa. No. no. Okay. BLM. Certainly people have been murdered at BLM riots. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Mostly peaceful protests. Yep. Oh, absolutely. No one's been murdered in Ottawa. So yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So, so I would go ahead, just avoid GoFundMe period. Yeah. Um, I had some throwaway. But, that's a throwaway story. Yeah. Uh, real quick. I'm just trying to, we're going to do a little speed around here because we're trying to get through this and I know it's already been late and I know it's getting late. So we're trying to hurry through this real quick. Here's the uh, Canadian police officer that was talking about, uh, the Ottawa police talking about what was going on in downtown Ottawa. Yeah, no, this is the chief. You're not yeah. going to like this one. I know. There is no facilitation of food, water, fuel, logistics, or funding by any member of this police service or any other police service that I am aware of. Let me repeat. There is no supply of food, water, fuel, logistics, or anything else that relates to enabling this demonstration by any member of the Ottawa Police Service or any other police service that I am aware of. Should that information come to me, you can be clear, as Chief of Police in this service, I will conduct a full investigation. I will use the full extent of the Police Service Act and, if relevant, the criminal code to pursue charges against such a member who would do that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, dude, sorry. Uh, we have video of it. Uh, we've seen the video and actually we've seen the police officers involved. Yeah. So you're absolutely full of shit. Yep. Uh, you obviously don't know what's going on. I, I guess you don't know your people and you don't know your own police force. Yeah. So this was kind of the response to that. The, the police tried to shut them down. Yeah, it didn't go well. It didn't, it didn't go well. No. No. You're a fucking bitch without that uniform. You know it. Damn, that sounds like a Mel Gibson movie right there. Right? It doesn't it? It sounds like fucking yes. uh uh was it Braveheart? And you know what the cops Absolutely. did? Nothing. They, they turned left. around, kept walking backwards. They yep. left. They had so, a big sign on the back of their jacket said, Hey, we're walking out backwards and said we're leaving. All yeah. right. So um Real, real quick. So last week or in the last podcast, we talked about uh, this. The Pfizer requested additional time to release the uh, information yeah. about their initial testing. Um, well, the, the judge came through with the order. Mm -hmm. OK, so I have the actual order right here. Oh, cool. actual actual court order. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. <sighs> In accordance with the party's agreed production schedule detailed in the joint status report, the court orders that, number one, the FDA's rolling productions will be due on the first business day of each month instead of once every 30 days. The FDA will produce 10,000 pages for the first two productions, which we do on or before March 1st and April 1st. The FDA will produce 80,000 pages on or before May 1st, June 1st, and July 1st, 70,000 pages on or before August 1st, and then 50,000 pages on or before the first business day of each month thereafter. The FDA can bank any process pages in excess of its monthly quota, such that, for example, if the FDA produces 90,000 pages in May or 65,000 pages in September, it would bank 10,000 pages. Then in a subsequent month, if the FDA is unable to produce the full amount of pages required, it can apply the banked pages towards its quota for that month. So the judge caved. Wow. So Any although uh, the the end result is still the same. So we'll still get all of the information in, you know, the next eight years instead of in the next 80 years. Um, but still, we don't get it now. They're waiting until they're they're giving him an extra month to take shit out that the 
that they don't want us to see is really what it comes down to. You know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God. Yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to see all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellamd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had Delta Crown, they had Omni, Delta, I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure, whether it's fluorocron, Delta Crown, or whatever, or Omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are bestinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them so you know something. So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I always tell me, well, I got sick, and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said no. Go back to the website. Sign up as a, a repeat patient and get treated properly. So uh, this is the trucker's lawyer. Well, yeah, we'll skip that. That's fine. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, okay. Uh, skip that too. Yeah. All right. Dumping that one. This one I, I do want you to play <clears throat> though. Okay. So uh, pe people are done all over the place. And you know what? I, a whole bunch of kids got tired of waiting for adults to come to their rescue. So they're standing up for themselves. Um, so this is this is really fantastic. In fact, I played this for our son, and I, it almost brought him to tears. He was so. Hey. Hey. Everybody, Yo, shut up! Hey, attention. This is not an excuse for any of you freshmen and sophomores to disrespect your teachers. If I hear of anybody disrespecting teachers or staff tomorrow, that makes us look bad. We want this to be a peaceful, respectful movement. We are just trying to gain back our rights as citizens. We do not care about the teachers in the end are just doing their jobs. It doesn't come from them. It comes from the state. Now, what we're hoping is that they kick us out. This sounds bad, but we're hoping that they kick us out because they have to report that tendence to the state. And if the state sees a day where a hundred or I don't even know how many kids are here are absent, they're going to start asking questions. Our hope is, is we can get this statewide. Now I might get in trouble for this, but the plan still stands for Wednesday for tomorrow. I mean, everybody is going to meet at the back row of the senior parking lot. And we're all walking into the school with no mask on. You can get me in trouble. They can suspend me. I don't care. We're done with this. And obviously all of you are too. Shut up. Shut up. Obviously all you are are done with the mask too. Now again, we're doing this peacefully and respectfully. If a, st if a staff member asks you to put a mask on, 
You say no thank you and keep walking. And if they kick you out, then go home. And if people need, need rides home, then some of the seniors, I'm sure we can start giving people rides home. That's about it. <laughs> those, those are kids right there organizing. Uh, that, is, uh, that kid's absolutely right. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't make this about the teachers. You can't make this. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's some teachers in there that are probably mass freaking mass Nazis yeah. that are going to put your mask up over your nose, please. Shut the fuck up. Yep. But he's absolutely right. Um, it's kind of funny to listen to the other kid in the background. Don't threaten them. <laughs> don't threaten them. Don't threaten them. get in trouble. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, so don't just don't do it. <laughs> It'll make us look bad. It'll make us look bad. <laughs> but so he's he started he started a movement. Yeah, yeah. So um, this happened in California as well. So when he, this came, this was in Oregon or Washington State. This was in Washington State. Uh, so they did it in California too. Go to the next one. It's actually just a, a quick. It's they're not a not a lot of audio. Just a quick visual. Um, so in California, they put all the kids that showed up unmasked in a gym. Okay. Look how many kids are in this gym. Oh, there geez. were more kids in the gym than there were in class. Jeez. Right? Uh, but here's what they did in California, and this was really fucked up. Um, so when students in Oakdale, and this, came from, this comes from Red State, uh, when students in Oakdale, a city in California's Central Valley that identifies itself as the cowboy capital of the world, stood up to California's honor student mask mandates this week by showing up to school mask-free, the school district retaliated in a completely unconscionable and abusive manner by barricading students into an unheated high school gym and only relenting after, after law enforcement was called. Now, it's normally pretty warm in California, but it was 43 degrees that day. So, and they literally barricaded the kids. They took big, long folding tables and put them up against the fire doors. That's illegal. That hey, is you can't, so You can't illegal. barricade a fire door. You cannot barricade a fire exit. They barricaded the kids in. Um, so, uh, let's see. One of the parents, let's see, they... Um, Okay. All right. Another one. So Thursday was the third day of protests in the district, which consists of 5,200 students. On the first day, Tuesday, uh, this woman, Jennifer Potts, eight-year-old son, went to school maskless. The school called her about it, um, and she refused. So they they called and asked her to asked her to pick him up, and she said, no, it's your job to educate my son. He has every right to be there. She was upset when she learned what happened next to her son and another maskless student. They forced him to go outside in 43-degree weather and sit there and try to do schoolwork without an adult in near-freezing temperatures. So if this woman had left her kid outside in 43-degree weather, weather with no supervision... She would have been arrested for child abuse. Exactly. Yep. But the, but the schools can do it all day long. Yep. Yeah. As we know, but you know what? This is my point too. Here we go. This is more people waking up, folks. Yeah. This is more people waking up. Okay. This is just another example right here. Encourage everybody to, to be safe and take care of your family. This is Neal. But there's still some people that don't want to take it, and you shouldn't have to be yeah. forced to take something that you don't want. So I don't think people are being forced to take. Well, there are some there are. I mean, listen, we have a mandate at CBS. That's force. We have a mandate at CBS. But my but my point That's force. But where I wholeheartedly that's force. No, it's not force. It is for because if the man don't take it, a man will get fired. And there you go. And there's there's Shaq. He agrees. Yeah. If the man don't take it, he's going to get fired. That's force. That's being forced. That's you are coercion. being forced to do it. That is in violation of the Nuremberg Code. 
Uh, yeah, I agree. I completely agree with that there, Jack. Justin does say it, says it all the time. There's going to be headlines reading dead teachers and doctors soon. They keep at it. This is going to get real ugly before it's going to get worse than it before it gets better. It's yeah. always darker before dawn. You wait till they start those vaccine clinics at the schools where oh, they yeah. come in and inject your children without your knowledge. Oh, oh it was an accident. Uh, yeah, that, that's not going to be. An okay. Accident. So the bullet that ends up in your head, that's going to be an accident. That's completely too. an accident. You can, we'll, we'll do that. You can skip that one. We'll do that another time. All right. Uh, real quick, just getting through this last yeah. one. No, I, I don't want to listen to him cry either. No, he's an absolute worthless piece of crap. Yeah, and, and you can skip that one too. Okay, so no, no, actually, this is one I want to talk about real quick. Oh. This is actually one I want to talk about because this one goes to our narrative that we've we've been propagating that there was a possibility that there were sh uh, um, wolves in the sheep's den. So, so to speak. all right, so it came out this week, also as well. Hold on, let's just let him. Let's just let him explain it because I think he'll do a better job than we will. Just let him do it. This is more fun. President Trump is wrong. I had no right to overturn the election. The presidency belongs to the American people and the American people alone. And frankly, there is no idea more un-American than the notion that any one person could choose the American president. Under the Constitution, I had no right to change the outcome of our election. Okay, so first off, that is complete bullshit. Yeah. All right. First of all, the first thing I want to point out is look at the background. What's the background saying there? Uh, the Federalist Society. Guess who the Federalist Society is? Uh, I would imagine it's based on the Federalist Papers. No, it is the Lincoln Project redesignated. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. All right. Does anybody okay, else need me to hear, hear me say this again? Nope. It is the Lincoln Project redesignated. He was speaking to people in charge of the Lincoln Project. Yeah. Okay. So a bunch of pedos. Or no, forget pedos. Liberals. These were original people that were all fucking in charge of the, the, the all the shit that we had to deal with with everything that took place after January sixth. Understand January sixth. He had a chance. January sixth. He had a chance. He did not have to certify the votes. It is absolutely legal per the Constitution. The Vice President has to certify the votes of the Congress sitting in front of him. Yep. That's why they have to be present in the chamber that day. I, that man, this man right here is full of shit. He is a fucking wolf in the sheep's den. He is sitting there trying to say, I'm one. No, you weren't one of us. No. You were not one of us. If you were one of us, you would have been outside with us on January 6th. Yes. And he is full of it. And he walked into that one just like Donald Trump hoped he would. Hence the reason Donald Trump put out the little statement and the blurb he did, because that was all planned. If you did not see that coming, I saw that coming the day it happened. I didn't call it. I should have called it. My bad. Next time I will just call it when I see it happening, because I knew something like this was going to happen. I knew he was going to walk out, step on his crank. Anywho. Okay. So last conspiracy theory to, to wrap up the show. Okay. And this goes back to our or, original conspiracy theory in before January 6th, even. Okay. Okay. Um, if you remember, there was a theory that came out that said that Pence was supposed to go out onto the floor um, of the house on January 6th, take all the votes, put them through a dominion machine and have them come out for Trump. Yep. You remember that? Yep. Well, it just came out as well. And again, as part of the January 6th committee investigation or whatever, that there was a memo, uh, there was an order. Now, it was never signed by Trump, supposedly, but there was an order where the DOJ was going to seize all of the Dominion voting machines. Hmm. 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 And 
Pence didn't play along. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, um, it just leads more credence to our original theory of what was going to happen. But Pence is a trainer and he didn't pay a lot, play along. Well, uh, Pence has been paid and bought and paid for. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can see that they stay yes. standing in front of the Federalist yes. Society. It's kind of like uh, with young male hookers because he's a pedo, too. Hmm. OK. This is treason. Where is Officer, I can't breathe. I can't even. Hey, man. I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. Did I tell you I have claustrophobia? I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, blacks for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Just fight what the media tells you. Boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not, it ain't really about Trump. It's about us now. They're, they're attacking us and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't. We have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. You say that again. We're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered, executed. The FBI. I step out, I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Put hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. I've seen people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying?
So as you just saw, folks, capital punishment, uh, we've been talking about it for a while now. You can see down at the bottom of the screen, you can go to uh, hisglory.tv and use the promo code Defiant and you can get your copy, <clears throat> get your copy today. And I can't, <laughs> having, a, having a, a rough time choke. there. <clears throat> so anyway, the other stories that we didn't, we kind of just cruised through. I mean, everybody's heard about CNN and the CEO getting fucking uh, the ax because supposedly had a relationship with another. Who cares? Uh, I don't care about CNN and I'm not going to play yeah, into don't that. Really care. Don't there, really care. I mean, there'll be more coming. Is it another, we'll, we'll talk about is it Is there going to be another controversy? Who knows? Don Lemon um, cried about it. No one gives a fuck. Look, Don, Don Lemon should be crying about the fact that as a gay black man, he is the young, he is the lowest paid talking head in, at, at CNN or any major news network. That's what he should be crying He's about. Truly a coffee boy. Yeah. Um, but outside of all of that, the big part of that is basically Chris Cuomo is trying to save his ass right now. Yeah. And he's burning every bridge that he knows. He's not just burning it, folks. He's doing what I would do to a bridge, which is calling in a napalm strike, turning around, <laughs> taking like a donkey dick from the uh fuel can, sticking it in between my legs, acting like I'm pissing on it and causing the fucking bridge to burn. That's exactly <laughs> what he's doing. He yes. is burning every bridge. He is burning everything that he's got to keep his ass out of jail right now because he knows he's probably going to jail for I'm sure he's gonna come out with other claims that we're gonna hear about. Don Lemon raping kids or something else. We're going to hear something else crazy that is going to come true all of a sudden. For instance, uh, this is the one I'm actually looking forward to. And uh, old Joy there, uh, Joy Reid, uh, is it, yeah, Joy Reid, yeah. how she drinks the blood of kids. I guarantee that comes out. I'm just throwing that out. Okay. There. I thought you were going to say that he was going to accuse Brian Stelter of a sex scandal. And I don't see how that could ever be possible. With himself, of course. Because Brian Stelter, no, that was, you think, you think uh, Brian Stelter's pulling a tube in? Yeah, he's rocking a tubing every time he's on the air. He's just sitting there under the desk. You can't you barely see his arm moving, but he's waxing the dolphin. He's punching the clown. He's pulling the purple-headed yogurt slinger. It's he's called, definitely it's, doing it's it. It's called pulling a tubing. It's tubing it. I'm going to tubing it. I'm going to get up from my chair right now. Oh, oh shit. Don't, my don't, bad. don't my do bad. that. They couldn't see it anyway. Get out of here. <laughs> okay. Either way, folks, uh, we've got more coming. Uh, we do. We're... Um, we we didn't really touch on on COVID or the military, but you know we'll get into that when we do the, uh, yeah, the Afghanistan one. There on, is a, there's on a, we've already now we did talk about it because we talked about uh, we talked about it with um, that was just an article about what's her name. Um, but yeah, just in case you didn't know, the army's now pushing it now, and they're yeah, about the, to the army is kicking out everyone that's unvaccinated. Yeah, and involuntary discharge. Bye bye. There's a lot of things there. There's a lot of things to unpack with that because there's a lot of they're probably they're mostly probably senior guys that have fought in a war that know what war is like. And there's, there's some um, serious implications to that, but we will dig into it. We're purging that, on that, Monday. that history out. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, tomorrow we actually, we did an awesome interview today with, uh, Zoe Warren, who's re uh, running for a Lieutenant governor in South Carolina. Yep. Um, be sure to check that out tomorrow. It's probably one of the best interviews we've Absolutely. done. I mean, we scheduled an hour, we went an hour and a half. We could have gone another hour and a half easily like this. It, we invited, I invited him to dinner at our house. Like this, Love he's this just guy. really really a down-to-earth dude yeah um we're gonna do a little bit more research into him and i'll let you know yeah but yeah we're, we're whether or not we're going to endorse him I, we're gonna meet him face to face yeah too. shake his hand next weekend over for dinner uh 12th and 13th if you're in around uh the georgia Rich, area, area. Yeah. richmond hill area specifically uh if you're out this way we got a candace event we'll be speaking at um and we'll be uh pressing the flesh so to speak i guess helping her out um yep. doing a little campaigning for her on the side which i 
perfectly fine with, of course, and Zoe Warren's going to be there. So if you wanted to meet this guy, if you do hear that interview tomorrow and you do want to meet him, this is where you go. This is one of the events you can meet him at. You can actually talk to him, especially if you're from South Carolina and you're voting. Uh, I would definitely consider it. Um, it's uh, extremely important. Uh, the 12th, we're at the 17 Rod and Gun Club, uh, 17th South Rod and Gun Club. And then the 13th, we are in um, Lucille Ball Farm in Pembroke. Pembroke. Yes. Yep. Yep. So uh, join us, please, if you're in the area. If you're not, uh, we will probably do some audio and some video from there, and we will put it in our next news podcast following that. Yep. Outside of that, folks, uh, not much else. Uh, what, who else do we have this week coming up? We've got uh, two more politicians coming up. Charles Bookwalter out of um, Indiana and uh, Adam. Tara, I want Hardish. some questions. Yep. Um, and then uh, Mark, we have Mark Steves coming up, too, from the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. Okay. So, Outstanding. Yeah. So we've got two politicians and a podcaster coming up this week. Um, we will be bringing you a news, another newscast on Tuesday. And, uh, Justin, uh, when, 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 when do we have the Vegas guy on? I, I don't, he hasn't, he hasn't rescheduled yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, we get him on. I'm going to get on Justin. Get me some questions. Yeah. Most, most definitely. Cause I know what Justin's first question is going to be. When are you going to le legalize weed? It's already legal there. No, it's not. Nope. Put money on it. That's the first question. No, Justin's it's on. legal in Vegas. Either way, thank I, you, Jack, for, for, for coming in. Yes. And uh, appreciate uh, my folks that were here to fend off the, uh, trolls. the trolls. Yeah, You got rid of them pretty quick. I'm impressed. Yeah. Tara, Jack, you guys had a lot to do with that. Um, Texas, uh, you were you were in here, too. I'll give you some shout-outs, too, because you did a freaking badass job, too. Yeah. There's a bunch of you that really showed up tonight. Yeah. I was really happy to see as yeah. many people as we did. MD Ballin. MD Ballin, yep. killing it for me. Uh, yep. I love it. I think you're one of, uh, uh, Justin, I think you're part of the, uh, you know. The Wolfpack. The pack. Yep. Um, let me see here. Logan. Yep. Logan was in. Uh, appreciate it, Logan. Yep. Uh, who else do we have? I'm trying to see who else was in here. There's a lot. This chat log is actually pretty long. Yeah, we did pretty uh, well. Did pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, even Snipey came in. Look at that. Snipey, you you didn't shoot at us. Damn it, Snipey. I was really hoping. All right. That's awesome. You're absolutely right, though, Snipey. I didn't even catch, I didn't even see these comments. Snipey, if you're listening, you're absolutely right. It is a crocodile. It's not a gator. No, they're gators here. No, they're crocs. Oh, no, they're not crocs. You're no, right. They gators are gators here. Yeah. They're gators here. They yeah. actually are gators here. Yeah. They're not crocs. Yeah. Crocs are, um, uh, they're, they're not really down in Georgia that much. No. Just so you're aware. No, crocs are, there's like salt water and gators are fresh water. I believe I, I, well, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, TT excellent. Thank you. You were here too, giving you some shouts and Tara and Jack. I mean, just killing it. Of yep. course, like normal, I don't expect anything less from you two, but we appreciate you all coming out and, uh, everybody on cloud hub, uh, you guys can start the chat over there. Uh, we do monitor it. Um, we will bring your comments up. If, yeah. You know, we monitor both. We monitor Clout Hub. We, uh, our problem is Rumble. Monitoring Rumble is very it's difficult impossible. to do in this forum. We need yet uh, another monitor. I need to get another computer because it's. I've noticed it's even more harder. It's harder to do with just one computer. I need a whole other computer to do that. With. We have another computer. But okay. I, I, we're going to have to bring that up. We're yeah. going to have to start that one up. So gotcha. We well, when we build out the new studio. Yes. All, right. all, all plans. Fantastic. Thanks for adding more <laughs> shit to my hundred to-do list. Anyway, guys, have a good night. Uh, again, like, share, subscribe, and we will talk to you later. Thanks for listening.
shout out y'all uh check out jack's podcast righteous mind on spotify also uh he and our friends uh um two two jacks and a scotch so yep. two jacks and a scotch and righteous minds on spotify yeah check them out Worthless and we're not gonna take it anymore. No dropping every 20. 